hope you'll stay tuned wherever you are for the second game. Well, we'll have a look at the starting lineup for the second game of the doubleheader. John Buford will be leading off for Baltimore, and he'll be playing left field. Paul Blair bats second, and he'll be the center fielder. Bruce Powell will be the first baseman batting third. Brooks Robinson will be playing third base and hitting fourth. Terry Crowley has been inserted into the lineup, and he'll be at right field batting fifth. Ellie Hendricks will do the catching, batting sixth. Davey Johnson, the second baseman, hits seventh. Chico Zamone, the shortstop, hits eighth. And on the mound and pitching will be Marcelino Lopez. For the New York Yankees, Horace Clark will lead it off at second base. Bobby Mercer bats second in center field. Roy White hits third, and he'll be in left field. Danny Cater bats fourth at first base. John Ellis hits fifth, and John Ellis will be the catcher. Ron Woods bats seventh, and he'll be in right field. And Gene Michael the shortstop. Jerry Kenny hits eighth at third base, and Steve Klein on the mound and pitching and batting ninth. So the Yankees will have an interesting battery of Steve Klein, the rookie right-hander, and big John Ellis will be behind the plate. And Frank, I know we saw seeing Ellis there this year, have we? Uh, Ellis has caught one game. This will be his second start behind the plate. Of he and Klein uh, have teamed up in the minor leagues prior to this. They did at Syracuse last year where Ellis was primarily a catcher and actually he learned first base for the most part down in the Florida Instructional League before this season and actually before spring training. So Ellis will be the catcher. Jake Gibbs caught the first game. Thurman Munson is away on his military reserve duties. And if Thurman was listening to that first game at Fort Dix, must have gotten quite a thrill out of the extra inning win for the New York Yankees. So defensively, the Yankees will have Ellis at first base, Clark at second, the big cheer was for Roy White's name in the lineup. Gene Michael moves in a shortstop with Baker played in the first game. Jerry Kenny stays at third. The catcher will be Ellis, and the pitcher will be Klein. And in the outfield, the Yankees will have Roy White in left, Bobby Mercer in center, and inserted into right field will be Ron Wood. So the Yankees can still take this series. Two games to one, which a couple hours ago you wouldn't have believed. Jim Palmer with a four to nothing lead. The Yankees tied it with two outs in the ninth and then won it in the 11th. We'll be back here at Yankee Stadium, but right now it's time to pause for station identification. This is WGY, Radio 81, Schenectady, New York. Well, the umpires are making their appearance now, and John Rice will be the home plate umpire for the second game. Let's have a look at the scoreboard. Washington beat Cleveland 7-3 in the first game of the doubleheader. Joe Coleman, the winner, is 6-8. And, and Sam McDowell, the loser, he's 16-7. And, and Sad Sam, or Sullen Sam, Sudden Sam, could get stuck at 16 again. He's had trouble winning 20 games. An outstanding pitcher. You'd think he'd make it one of these years, and he was way up this year, but now he's lost his last two, one of the Yankees, and today he was beaten by Washington. 7-7-0, seven, seven oh, the Senators winner, 3-9-2, the Indians lose it, and Tommy Greve hit home run number three. It came in the second inning with a man on. Boston beat, uh, is leading Detroit, 7-2, playing the top of the ninth inning. Ray Culp has gone all the way for the Red Sox. Tigers batting in the top of the ninth. Lolich started, Legrell in the first, and Hiller in the fifth. Rico Petroselli hit number 18 with two men on base in the first inning, and Billy Canigliaro Hit number 14 also in the first inning when the Red Sox scored five runs. So the Sox lead at 7-2 after eight. Kansas City leads Milwaukee 2-1. Bowling against Drago. Kirkpatrick hit number 12 in the fourth inning, and then he hit another one. He hit number 13 in the sixth inning. 
California leads Chicago 2 to nothing at the end of 7. It's right against John. And Egan has hit home run number 4. That's the first game of a doubleheader. Oakland leads Minnesota 3 to nothing at the end of 7. Dobson for Oakland. Bly Levin started for the Twins. Ball in the 4th inning. That's the first of 2. In the National League, the Pirates lead the Mets 6 to 3 in the bottom of the 8th inning. Walker on the mound for Pittsburgh. Ryan for the Mets. Sadecki in the 7th and Taylor in the 7th. Chicago beat Philadelphia 4 to 1. Pappas the winner is 7 and 5. White the loser is 9 and 10. Callison hit home run number 13 and Briggs hit number 6. In the second game, it'll be Gura against Worth, Chicago at Philadelphia. Atlanta at San Diego. Jarvis against Thompson. That game just getting underway. At the end of three, it's Houston won San Francisco nothing. Cook against Marischal. That's the first of a doubleheader. At the end of seven, it's Montreal six and St. Louis four. Wagon around the mound for Montreal. Carlton for St. Louis. Lindsay in the seventh. Rusty Stout hit number 23 in the third. And Joe Torrey number 12 in the sixth inning. Cincinnati at Los Angeles. It'll be Merritt against Sutton. And that's the first game of a doubleheader. So the Yankees looking for a sweep of this doubleheader against Baltimore. Every time this year the Yankees have won the first game, they have come back to win the nightcap. Yankees have won three doubleheaders, lost two, and split six. And all six of the splits, the Yankees had to win in the second game. Anytime they've won the first, they've made it a sweep, and they'd love nothing better than to take two games from the Baltimore Orioles today. So baseball, a funny game. The Yankees at their lowest ebb, I would say, in the seventh and eighth inning of that first game. They could do just about nothing right, in danger of going ten and a half games out, and then lo and behold, they wind up winners, and in the most dramatic fashion. Pittsburgh has beaten the Mets 8-3, 8-8-0 for Pittsburgh, 3-7-2 for the Mets. Walker, the winner, is 9-3, and, and Ryan, the loser, 6-7. We're all set for the second ball game. Don Buford will be batting left-handed at the start against Steve Klein. To tell you all about it, Frank Messick. All right, Bob Gamere, thank you very much. Don Buford looking for his first base hit in this series. Buford is batting 272 on the year. Switch hitter batting left, Steve Klein, making his sixth start, looking for his second win. Into the windup, the young right-hander turns the pitch loose. Buford takes the strike, and this game is underway. This is Klein's first outing against the Baltimore Orioles. John Ellis hangs out the sign. Klein winds, deals, over but low, and it's one and one. Steve Klein is 22 years old. His battery mate, John Ellis, is 21. John will be 22 later this month, August, what, 21st, right? Right. Six to four win, I'm talking to myself. One-one pitch coming, here it is. Buford takes the fastball on the inside corner, strike two. Yankees have wide and left, Mercer in center, Woods in right, Woods the deep man in the outfield, Jerry Kenny at third, Gene Michael at short, Horace Clark at second, Danny Cater at first. Klein reads the sign from Ellis. Big youngster. He kicks and fires. Curveball is rocked foul into the Yankee dugout. Bob Gamere told you Boston has a commanding lead over Detroit. 7-2 there in the night. 1-2 pitch. Curveball swung on and fouled off the chest protector. Catcher, John Ellis. Count holds at a ball and two strikes. 
puts in again. Bumps high. One-two pitch coming. Fastball hit on the ground. Foul. Over toward the Yankee dugout again. Plate umpire is John Rice. Marty Springstead calls the plays at first base. Larry Barnett at second. And Larry Knapp at third. Bright, sunshiny day. Wind blowing from right field in toward the plate. to the windup. One-two pitch again. Outside. Buford takes it. Ball two. Buford will be followed by Blair, then Powell. Two-two pitch coming down. Fast ball hit in the air to left center field. Digging hard for it. Bobby Mercer. So is White. It's Mercer there. Makes the catch. One down. Buford flies out to Mercer, who had a long run for it. And it brings to the plate Paul Blair, the Orioles center fielder. Blair is 4 for 10 in this series. He is swinging one of the hottest bats in the American League these days. He's had 18 hits in his last 33 trips. Has an eight-game hit streak going. First pitch to him. Curve inside, backs him out, ball one. Blair had a big hit for Baltimore in the opener. Bases loaded double to drive in two runs, but the Yankees came from behind to win it. Line winds and deals, curve, strike, one and one. John Ellis making his second start of the year behind the plate. He caught early this season up in Boston. 1-1 pitch now to Blair. Swung on and missed. Ball and two strikes. Blair currently hitting 265. Moog Powell, the first baseman on deck. Manager Ralph Hawk gave Gene Michael a rest in the first game. Started Frank Baker for the first time. Now the one-two pitch. Blair swings in a curve and skips it foul outside of third. Ball was well hit. No chance for Kenny to make a play on it, but it was just foul. Man of the hour for the Yankees in the first game knocked in four runs. The tying runs in the ninth, the winning runs in the eleventh. One-two pitch coming here. Curve on the outside corner, strike three. That brings up Boog Powell, the first baseman. two for seven in the series with a single and a two-run homer. Hit the home run yesterday. Call for the year is batting 307. Ryan delivers the left-hand hitter outside and low ball one. underway in the second game. Time call. Now Bobby Mercer, I think, went out there to retrieve something that was dropped from the stands onto the playing field. I think one of the youngsters out there in the bleachers lost his cap or his glove or something or other, and Mercer obliged by going back and tossing it back to him. One ball and no strikes to Powell. They play him to pull. The windup by Klein, the pitch. 
inside with a fastball. It's 2-0. Ron Woods back to the edge of the running track in right field. Bobby Mercer went around in right center. Roy White very deep out in left center field. Gene Michael pulled around toward the bag at second. Clark back to the edge of the grass. Cater is deep. Kenny wide of the line. Everybody to the right side. Wide up by Klein and the pitch. Outside, it's ball three. Three balls and no strikes to foul. away. Takes a look down to Billy Hunter, the third base coach. They might let him swing on this one. We'll see. There's the windup. The pitch coming. He takes it for a strike. I believe he threw a curveball on that 3-0 pitch. He wasn't going to take a chance. You can see Big Boog up there just winding up. Now it stepped away and moves back in again. the bat back and forth waiting. Klein deals. Powell takes ball four low and inside. So Klein pitching carefully to Powell walks him. The Orioles have a runner at first with two outs and Brooks Robinson the third baseman coming up. The Orioles are playing these days without Frank Robinson who suffered an injury to his left shoulder early, earlier in July. In fact the 8th of July he heard it in a game against the Yankees. He kept playing, but finally started hurting so bad he had to come out of the lineup. First pitch to Brooks, inside at the knee is ball one. Brooks Robinson hitting 282. He is three for nine in this series. Steve Bryan, big stretch, comes to the belt. Fires, Brooks swings, line drive past Michael in the left field base hit. Powell will stop at second base. Roy White lobs the ball back into Gene Michael, and the Orioles have runners at first and second with two outs. The batter will be the right fielder, Terry Crowley. He came on as a pinch hitter in the first game and grounded out to Horace Clark at second. Crowley, a New York native, he was born and still makes his home on Staten Island. Final score from Fenway Park, Boston 7 and Detroit 4. Ray Culp the winner and Mickey Lolich the loser. Culp is now 12 and 10, Lolich 10 and 13. So the Yankees have gained a game on Detroit. Crowley left-hand batter. Klein delivers, Crowley swings, bouncing ball foul outside of first. Just past the Yankee dugout. Yankees won the opener, 6-4. to four. No score in this one, top half of the first inning. The catcher, Elrod Hendricks, on deck, swinging the pipe the Orioles use in lieu of a weighted bat. They have a piece of pipe with some tape on one end of it. The 0-1 delivery to Crowley. Strike, two calls. center field. Full foul, short lead off second. Brooks Robinson, short lead off first. Two away, the stretch by Klein, and his 0-2 pitch to Crowley. Low and outside, dug out of the dirt by Johnny Ellis. Chuck Dobson has pitched another shutout for Oakland, ranking Minnesota 3-0 on four hits. Burton Flylevin was the starter for the Twins and the loser. 
Well, that Dobson has really come on. The, since all about the third of the way of the season. Ball and two strikes to the left hand hitting Crowley. Line working very deliberately. Long stretch. The kick, and here's the pitch. Outside with an off-speed breaking pitch. Two balls, two strikes. Two on, two gone, no score. Top of the first. Two balls, two strikes. Line delivers. Strike, three calls. Get the fastball on the outside corner, and that's all for Crowley. So for the Orioles in the first inning, no runs, a base hit. There were no Yankee errors and two men are left. At the end of one half inning, the score is Baltimore nothing, and the Yankees coming to bat. When Atlantic Richfield Company discovered oil on the north slope of Alaska, the place we call the Arco Circle, it took 100,000 tons of supplies and equipment to get started. It took 100,000 tons of pipes, cement, drills, gravel, pockets, gloves, huts, heaters, tractors, ladders, radios, and orange juice. It took planes that carry 48,000 pounds and cost $4,000 a trip. It took 160 flights to set up one camp and five flights a day to keep it going. It took a specially constructed airstrip. In short, it took the biggest civilian airlift in history. At Atlantic Richfield, we went all the way to Alaska so we can provide your local Atlantic dealer with the finest Arco Petroleum products for your car. Yes, sir, some unbelievable games between the Yankees and Baltimore. Just for openers, the first game we had, Roy White winning it in the 11th inning, and then that night down in Baltimore... And Lindy McDaniel had two outs, two strikes on Buford, and he got a base hit. An unbelievably heartbreaking loss. And a great victory on the other side for Baltimore. Those two, and there have been more. Grand slam home run by Brooks Robinson the night before that one in Baltimore in the 10th inning. Yep. They have played some wing dingers. Here's Horace Clark. Off is 5 for 11 in this series now. Carries a batting average of 256. Another shutout pitch today by Clyde Wright of California. Like the Chicago White Sox on three hits to win his 15th. California won the game 5-0. Tommy John the loser. Clark batting right-handed against the softball, Marcelino Lopez. The first pitch to him, just low, ball one. Lopez, in his first start of the year after relieving in 20 ball games, has a record of 0-1 and an earned run average of 1.93. His fastball is inside. Two balls and no strikes. Lopez, big man, 6'3", 225. 26 years old. First came to the major leagues with the California Angels. Orioles traded Woody Hell to get him. He's high, ball three, three and oh to Horace Clark. Marcelino, a native of Havana. Orioles got him about midway of the 67th season. He had a sore arm when they traded for him, but they gambled, and he's come on. Strike call to Clark. Three and one. 
Perez won five and lost three last year, and Clark Powell's one back off the upper deck. Full count now, three and two. Yankees are one team. Lopez has had a lot of trouble with. He has won one and lost nine lifetime against New York. Clark pops this one up outside of third in foul territory. Hendricks after it. The catcher over near the dugout drops the ball. And it is Miller and dropped it. He'll be charged with an error, giving Clark a life. Marcelino Lopez, in his Major League career, has won 28 and lost 33. Nine of those 33 losses have been to the Yankees. He's ready again with a 3-2 pitch to Clark. It's low ball four and Clark is on. Bobby Mercer moves in. Mercer is hitting 249, 18 home runs, 57 runs on it in. Left-hander against left-hander. Powell holds on Clark, and here's the pitch to Mercer. Bobby takes it outside. He squared off to Buck. Ball one. He swings at this one, grounds it foul outside of first. Count evens at one ball, one strike. sacrificed three times this year. One ball, one strike to him. Lopez to the belt. Kicks and deals. Mercer bunts this one down the third baseline. Brooks Robinson up. Throws the second out there. No throw to first base. Brooks Robinson throws Horace Clark out at second to the shortstop Chico Salmon. Roy White gets a resounding ovation. Roy, who first tied up and then won the first game, tied it up in the ninth with a two-out bases-loaded single to drive in two runs, and won it in the ninth with his 15th home run of the year after Horace Clark had let off the inning with a single. Roy now hitting 297. The pitch drive. Swung on a missed strike one. White has 15 homers, leads the Yankees, and runs batted in with 17. Here's the next pitch. Foul back upstairs. Two now to Roy White. Hendricks hangs up another side. Lopez one two pitch swung on and missed strike three. So Roy White strikes out. 
two away, and Danny Cater, the batter. Cater is hitting 3.02. Cater has gone two for nine in the series. Line drive over Johnson out on the right center base hit. Bobby Mercer trying for third. Blair drops the ball in the act of throwing it. Loses any chance to get Mercer at third. And the Yankees have runners at the corners. He had a pretty good chance to get Bobby Mercer too. Mercer was looking back over his shoulder and was only about, I'd say, a third of the way to third base when he bobbled the ball. But you could never presume that he's going to throw him out so there's no error. Cater at first, Mercer at third, two outs, and John Ellis steps in. Ellis batting 235. Takes ball one down low. Ellis is hitless in this series in four at bat. Played first base yesterday with McNally pitching for Baltimore. 1 0 delivery. Real deep to left field, way back, and it's fair, it's foul. Into the mezzanine, but foul. A tremendous shot. Foul ball. Lopez with a 1-1 pitch now. Curves him high. Ball 2-2-1. Two, two and one. It takes an awfully strong man to hit a ball into the mezzanine in left field because of that overhang. High fly ball won't make it. It's got to be a line drive rising. Ellis fouls, swings, and this one misses. It was not a foul. It got away from the catcher, Hendrick. But he retrieved it quickly and no chance for the runners to move up. Two balls, two strikes. Two on, two gone, a two-and-two count on Ellis. John uh, started uh, behind the plate April 14th at Boston. Two-two pitch coming to him. Swing and a miss, strike three. Lopez strikes out Ellis with a breaking pitch. And for the Yankees in the first, no runs. One base hit, one Baltimore error, and two men are left on. At the end of one, the score. New York nothing and Baltimore nothing.
Dave Johnson and Chico Salmon here in the top half of the second inning. Hendricks, the catcher, batting 234. He's a left-hand hitter. Making his first appearance in the series. Hendricks has hit nine home runs and has 29 runs batted in. Digs a toe hole there in the batter's box. Now he's ready. Steve Klein has the sign from Ellis. They play Hendricks as a pole hitter. The pitch to him. Uh, in the air down the left side. Foul territory and it's out of play back in the stand. Jerry Kenny gave it a good run, but no play on the ball. No balls and a strike to Elrod Hendricks. a delightful day here at Yankee Stadium. Nice, cool breeze blowing. Bright sunshine. 0-1 pitch. Curve down low. One ball, one strike. Ellie Hendricks from down in Horace Clark's part of the world. Swings on the pitch, sends a long drive, deep center field. Mercer running, running, running. One hand catch. Bobby Mercer, one hundred. I'd say he was over 400 feet from the plate when he pulled it in. That ball was hit well, but Mercer has a long way to roam out there. And now Dave Johnson, the second baseman. Johnson is hitting 3.02. Montreal has defeated St. Louis 7-6. That's the final score. Wagner the winner and Carlton the loser. Montreal 7, St. Louis 6. Curveball to Johnson for a call strike. Well, Steve Carlton now has lost 16 games. Won six and lost 16. Wagner evened his record at three and three with a win. All one to Dave Johnson. Klein delivers another curve. It's foul back on the screen. Strike two. No balls, two strikes to Johnson. Chico Salmon is on deck. Klein pitches in the dirt with a fastball in front of the plate. One ball, two strikes. Yankees won the opener 6-4. to four. No score in the nightcap. Top half of the second. One out, nobody on. Steve Klein in his sixth start. He delivers. Breaking pitch. Just missed the outside corner. Two and two. And a two and two pitch coming. On the way. High with a breaking pitch. Ball three. Three balls, two strikes. 
Now Klein's going to take a little breather and rub up the baseball. He steps back off the reverse slope of the mound. They are pitch now to Dave Johnson. Here it comes. Inside, ball four. Second walk issued by Klein. He walked Powell with two outs in the first inning. Gave up a single to Brooks Robinson and then got a called third strike on Terry Crowley. Here is Chico Salmon, the shortstop, making his first appearance at the plate in this series. He's batting 293. Three home runs, 12 runs batted in. And the pitcher, Marcelino Lopez, now on deck. Theater holds against Johnson at first base. Infield at double play depth. Kenny in fairly tied at third. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss, strike one. He tried to stop the swing, but went around. Touch to Salmon. Clear for a strike two call. Salmon is a Panamanian. Born in Cologne, Panama. Now makes his home in Cleveland, Ohio. He played five years for the Cleveland Indians. No balls, two strikes on him. He hits the next pitch deep to left field down the line. It is a home run. He got an 0 2 pitch. Curveball and hung, and he hits the foul ball with it. A home run for Salmon. So the Orioles break in front again. 2 to nothing, and right now in Yankee baseball, we pause for station identification. WGY, Radio 81, Schenectady, New York. Now the pitcher, Marcelino Lopez, with Baltimore leading 2 to nothing. He swings and misses a fastball, strike one. But Salmon, his fourth home run of the year, gives him 14 runs batted in. Lopez, right-hand batter, hitting 143. Left-hand pitcher, but a right-hand batter. 0-1 delivery. Curves in there for strike two call. No balls, two strikes. The pitch coming. Check swing, and it's a ball outside. One and two. One out. The base is now empty after the home run by Salmon. As a fastball, it's swung on and missed by Lopez. Strike three. Third strikeout for Steve Klein. And now the left fielder, Don Buford, up for his second trip. Buford flied to center his first time up. (laughs) 
hit the first pitch on the ground, right side, through the right field base set. Bob Buford collects base hit number three for the Orioles as he bounces one in between Cater and Clark. Brings up the center fielder, Paul Blair. called out on strikes in the first inning. 0 for 1. He swings on a curve, lines it out into left field, and it's in for the base hit. Played on one hop by Roy White. And the Orioles now have runners at first and second with two away. The batter will be both ball. Walked in the first inning. Activity in the Yankee bullpen now. The only player we can see in the bullpen is the catcher, Jim Hegan, but he's warming somebody up. second, two outs. Orioles leading 2-0 on the home run by Salmon following a walk to Dave Johnson. Stretch by Klein and the pitch to Powell. Powell back, strike one. on the bases. Hubert at second, Blair at first. Both can run. Yankees play foul around to the right side at all stations. Lions pitch to him. Foul back again. Strike two. Brooks Robinson on deck. Yankees were behind 4-0 in the first game this afternoon and came from behind to tie it up in the ninth and win it in the 11th. They're trailing this one 2 nothing. Line stretches. Youngster deals. Thrown inside to Powell. One ball, two strikes. Quite a year for Baltimore. 28 home runs, 90 runs batted in. 307 hitter. Big stretch by Klein. Check second is for Buford. Deals, curve, blown outside. Two balls, two strikes now. baseball to be examined. John Rice calls for it, says it's all right. A little conversation going back and forth between Powell and Rice, and Powell's got a big grin on his face.
2 pitch now. Here it comes. Swung on and missed. Strike three. Steve Klein fans both foul to get his fourth strikeout. But the Orioles come up with two runs on three hits. There were no Yankee errors and two men left. At the end of the top of the second, the score is Baltimore 2 and the Yankees nothing. It's Chevrolet savings time at your Chevrolet dealers. That special time of year to get special clearance deals on America's most popular cars. Cars like Impala, the number one car in the country. Big size, big performance, regular gas. And Impala's traditionally higher resale value leads its field to trade-in time. Test drive and test price in Impala at your Chevy dealers now. But hurry, before Chevrolet savings time runs out on you. McDonald's wants you to meet the Mets at Shea Stadium on Saturday, September 12th when the amazing Mets take on the St. Louis card. So we're giving away 100 pairs of father and son tickets to the big game. All you need to do is stop in at any McDonald's and register. No purchase is necessary. Prize includes tickets, bus transportation, and lunch at a McDonald's on the way. So be sure to stop at McDonald's and register today. have broken the ice in the nightcap with a 2 to nothing lead, and now the Yankees will go to work on Marcelino Lopez in the bottom of the second. First game went to the Yankees on a Roy White home run in the 11th inning. Ron Woods will lead it off. Ron is batting 231, right-hand hitter. Lopez, the left-hander, winds and deals, pass ball inside on Woods, ball one. Woods looking for his first hit in this series. Gene Michael on deck, and then Jerry Kenny. Lopez has the sign from Hendricks. The pitch, pass ball, low and inside this time. Ball two, two balls and no strikes. Orioles have Buford in left, Blair in center, and Crowley in right. Brooks Robinson at third, Salmon at short, Johnson at second, and Powell at first. Hendricks down on one knee to take the pitch, and it's high. The Woods, ball three. The fastball that came... Up and in on Ron Woods. Now the 3-0 delivery. Ball four inside. So Marcelino Lopez with four fastballs walks Woods. Second walk given up by Lopez. Now Gene Michael. Hitting 214. He's had two hits in this series. First pitch to him, strike. Belt high on the inside corner. One strike pitch will be coming. Back to the upper deck on the right side. Lights are on here at Yankee Stadium now, even though we still have a lot of sunshine. Home plate and first base are in the shade. Pitcher's mound soon will be, but right now Lopez is in the sunshine. No balls, two strikes to Gene Michael. His next pitch is foul into the stand down on the right side. 
second doubleheader for both clubs in the last four days. They both played twin bills Thursday. 0-2 pitch. Michael fouls it back, and the count holds nothing and two. Baltimore split a doubleheader in Cleveland on Thursday. Yankees split a double here against uh, Detroit on Thursday. Again, the 0-2 pitch. High this time to Gene Michael. One ball and two strikes. Bob Gamir told you earlier the Yankees have won three doubleheaders, lost two and split six. Orioles have a record of uh, two wins, no losses, and six splits. There's a ball on inside to Michael. Two balls, two strikes. Woods at first. Nobody out. Baltimore leading two to nothing. Stretched by Marcelino Lopez. That is pitched to Gene Michael. Foul back and into the upper deck. on deck, Jerry Kenny. Two ball, two strike pitch. High ball, three, full count. John Rice accepts a new supply of baseballs. Marcelino Lopez threw the other ball in for an exchange and threw it over the head of Elrod Hendricks all the way to the screen. pitch. Popped up in a shallow left. Digging hard. Buford back goes. The shortstop Salmon. Neither one can get it. It's in for the base hit. Gene Michael hit it right down off the fist and looped it out in a shallow left for a base hit. Ron Woods had to hold up on it so goes only to second. And the Yankees now have their second hit off Lopez. Runners at first and second. Nobody out, and Jerry Kenny will be the batter. <laughs> Kenny up there to bunt, squares off and takes a pitch on outside, ball one. Now Dick Hauser comes down from his coaching line to third. He'll have a little conversation with Jerry Kenny. Kenny is batting 207. He swings and this one bounces at the second baseman Dave Johnson out at second base and Gene Michael took Salmon out with a rolling slide and there's no double play. Gene Michael really broke up the double play as he barreled into Salmon, turned him head over tea kettle. And there was no chance for Salmon to throw back to first. Ron Woods goes to third. Kenny at first. 
what a job Gene Michael did breaking up the double play. Powell will hold against Kenny at first. The batter is the pitcher, Steve Klein. Klein is four for nine, batting 444. Takes a fastball belt high on the inside corner, strike one. got three of his four base hits in one ball game. The game he won. Here's the pitch to him. Fastball, strike two call. No ball, two strike pitch to Klein. Swung on and missed strike three. Lopez strikes out Klein on three pitches, and there are two down. Third strikeout for Marcelino Lopez. The batter will be Horace Clark. Clark walked in the first inning. That was forced at second by Bobby Mercer. Mercer is on deck. pitch. Inside, ball one. Woods at third, Kenny at first. Two outs. Outfield is spread out and not too deep against Horace Clark. 1-0 delivery. High, ball two. leading 2-0, bottom half of the second. Yankees got their first two base runners on, a walk to Woods, a single by Michael, but now there are two outs. Runners at first and third. The set by Marcelino Lopez, 2-0 pitch to Clark, swung on and missed. Two balls and one strike. And the throw gets away from the pitcher, and Jerry Kenny races to second. Heads up base running by Jerry Kenny. Elrod Hendricks returned throw to Lopez, got away from the pitcher, and Jerry Kenny raced to second. Second and third. Two balls and a strike to Clark. Full wind-up by Lopez and his pitch. Fastball inside and saved from being a wild pitch on a fast move by Hendricks. We're waiting now for the official scores ruling on the play which sent. Pitcher charged with an error. 3-1 delivery. Foul back by Clark. Lopez charged with an error. And there, another one. He just swats at the throwback from Hendricks and this one is just knocked down by him. Had there been a runner at first, had the same play been uh, as before, the runner from first could again have gone to second. Marcelino Lopez nonchalanting the throws back from the catcher Hendricks. 
one of the few times in the ball game you'll see an error charge without a ball being put in play by the batter. Three and two pitch now to Clark. Get on the ground is short. Salmon has it. He throws to first base. Clark is out on the side is retired. So for the Yankees, no runs. One base hit. There was a Baltimore error and two men are left. At the end of two, the score is Baltimore two and the Yankees nothing. Well, it's still two nothing. The Baltimore Orioles over the Yankees after the Yankees took the first game in 11 innings by a score of six to four. And now the throw from Johnny Ellis down to second base gets away and goes out into center field. So having a little problem between the catches and the pitchers keeping the ball uh, between home plate and the pitchers down. The Orioles, however. They had the trouble when it counted and when the ball was live. Rich Robinson will lead off top half of the third inning. Two of the next three Yankee games will be afternoon games against the Chicago White Sox Tuesday afternoon and Thursday afternoon interspiced with a Wednesday night game. Wind up in the pitch to Brooks Robinson. Hit on the ground. Back up the middle. Harsh Clark to his right. Has it. Can he throw him out? He throws. He's out. Brooks Robinson is thrown out. Clark, who went deep behind second to make the play. Morris Clark throws out Brooks Robinson in a fine play from behind second. Quite a play to get to that ball. Let alone come up, get set, and make the throw in time. But he did it. One down, and Terry Crowley, the batter. He was called out on strikes his first time up. Left-hand hitter, Klein winds and deals. Down low, ball one. Tuesday afternoon against the White Sox will be Ladies' Day here at Yankee Stadium, too. Game time, 2 o'clock. one pitch. Crowley pops it up. Foul outside of third. Kenny and Ellis both after it, and Kenny makes the catch over near the dugout. Jerry Kenny, coming in from third in foul ground near the dugout, takes care of Crowley's pop-up. Two away, and the batter will be Elrod Hendricks. Mel Stottlemyre will pitch Tuesday afternoon's game for the Yankees. Jerry Janeski will go for the Chicago White Sox. Two o'clock, Tuesday afternoon, the Yankees and the White Sox, and it will be Ladies' Day. These ladies come in for a half a dollar. Pitch to Hendricks. Dry ball. Just a bit low. Had the outside part of the plate, but just a bit low. The windup in the 1-0 pitch. Hit on the ground right side. Backhanded by Cater at first. He'll make the play unassisted and does to retire the side. Oh, Steve Klein gets the Orioles in order in the top of the third. Nothing across, and at the end of two and a half, it's Baltimore two and the Yankees nothing. Top of the order for the Yankees here in the bottom half of the third inning. Clark, Mercer, and White. Oh, I beg your pardon. It is Mercer, White, and Cater. Mercer takes the first pitch low, ball one. Bobby grounded into a force play his first time up. Reached base on it, got as far as third, but expired. 
He swings and he misses for strike one and one. Marcelino Lopez in his first start of the year. Kicks and deals. Low outside pitch. Two balls and one strike. It's this one in the air to center field, but Paul Blair is there, and he makes the catch shoot off high. Blair seemed to have a little trouble getting the sunglasses down. But he got to it and made the catch right off his shoot offs. One away, and Roy White the batter. White struck out in the first inning. The hero of the first game with a bases-loaded single to tie it in the ninth and a two-run homer to win it in the 11th. Batting right-handed. Takes a change-up curve high and inside. Ball one. There's one well hit to left field. Back goes Buford. Back to the seats and makes the catch and holds on as he bangs into the wall. Don Buford made the catch just a split second before he hit the wall and he held on to retire Roy White. Ball was in the seats, I believe, if he didn't get it. Made quite a play to hold on to it, hitting the wall just a split second after he caught it. And now Danny Cater, who singled the center his first time up. Ball on outside. Well, Stottlemyre will be gunning for his 11th win Tuesday afternoon for the Yankees against the White Sox at 2 o'clock. 1-0 pitch here to Cater. Hit on the ground at second base. And a bad hop. Dave Johnson retrieves but doesn't throw. That ball took a wicked hop just as it got to Johnson. And Dave Johnson will be charged with an error on it. Cater reaches, that is the third Baltimore error in the ballgame. The batter is John Ellis. He swings on the first pitch and bounces it foul outside of third. Ellis struck out to end the first inning. Got a group here from Moscow. Moscow, Pennsylvania. No balls and two strikes to Ellis. Cater at first, two outs. Check swing on a high fastball, one and two. Two to nothing. Bottom half of the third, two outs, Cater at first. The pitch to Ellis. 
High curve this time. Makes it two balls, two strikes. Lopez walks off the back slope of the mound out of the grass to rub up the baseball. Now the stretch by the left-hander. And the 2-2 pitch. Ellis lines it foul into the stands down the left field line. Again, the 2-2 pitch coming. Here it is. Swan out and missed strike three. Got him with a high fastball, and the side is retired. For the Yankees, there were no runs, no hits. A Baltimore error, and a man is left. At the end of three innings of play, the score is Baltimore 2 and New York nothing. And now with the scores of all the other games, and to carry you through the middle three of this one, Bob Gamir. Bob? Thank you, Frank Messer. On the scoreboard, Boston defeated Detroit by a score of 7-4. 7-12-0 and zero for Boston. 4-6-0 for the Tigers. Ray Culp, the winner, is 12 and 10. Mickey Lolich, the loser, is 10 and 13. Petroselli hit number 18 with two on in the first. And Billy Cadigliaro, number 14, with one on. Washington defeated Cleveland by a score of 7 to 3. Coleman, the winner, and McDowell, the loser. And Tom Greaves hit his third home run in the second with a man on. Cleveland leads Washington 2 to nothing after two and a half innings of the nightcap. Rick Austin against Jackie Brown, relieved by Joe Grisenda in the second. Milwaukee beat Kansas City 4-2. Bowman, the winner, is 4-9. Drago, the loser, is 6-11. Kirkpatrick hit two home runs, number 12 and number 13. California beat Chicago 5-0. A shutout for Clyde Wright. He is now 15-9. He puts the three-hitter. Losing pitcher is uh, Tommy John. Egan hit number four. And Johnson, that's Alex Johnson, hit number eight. California nothing in the top half of the first inning in the game against Chicago. Elsewhere, Oakland blanked Minnesota 3 to nothing. Dobson, the winner, and Bly Levin, the loser. Second game after one, no score. Odom against Todd. Pittsburgh beat the Mets 8 to 3. Chicago beat Philadelphia 4 to 1. The Phillies lead 2 to nothing after 5 and a half. And after 4 and a half, it's San Diego 3, Atlanta nothing. Right now in Yankee baseball, we pause for station identification. This is WGY, Radio 81, Schenectady, New York. Johnson to lead off the fourth inning. The Orioles lead two to nothing. Yankees won the opener in 11 innings on Roy Wright's homer. The pitch swung on and hit in the air in the right field. Ron Woods fading over towards the line, loping under it. He makes the catch and there's one out. One up and one down. Next battle will be the number eight hitter in the batting order, Chico Simone, and his home run accounted for both runs in the game. Davy Johnson walked and Salmon hit a home run. Off the screen alongside the foul pole in left field. One out and Klein will work to Chico. Steve Klein has given up four hits. The big one, the home run by Simone. First pitch to him. Swung on, hit on the ground, a high bounce. Kenny jumps to get it, has it. The throw to first base in time and there are two outs. So two up and two down, and it'll bring up Marcelino Lopez, the pitcher who struck out his first time. 
Line has now retired six men in a row. Lopez, Nevada. Finishing up those National League scores, Montreal beat St. Louis 7 to 6. Dodgers in Cincinnati 2 2 after four and a half. First pitch to Lopez in there for the call strike. Houston leads the Giants 3 to 1 after six and a half. And that just about does it. Owen won the count on Lopez. 2 to nothing Baltimore. Yankees won the opener 6 to 4 and 11. The pitch swung on and fouled behind home plate. Overall, for two strikes. If you miss the opener, you miss quite a game. Orioles led four to nothing behind Palmer. Yankees kept coming back. It was four to two in the ninth with the bases loaded and two outs, and Roy White got a base hit on the three and one pitch. Then in the eleventh inning, he hit a home run. He just missed. He's one one foul, and then he hit one fair. Owen two to Lopez. Line one delivers. Outside for a ball, it's one and two. Top half of the fourth inning, the Orioles two and the Yankees nothing. The Yankees will be sending up Woods, Michael, and Kenny in the bottom half of this inning. One ball and two strikes. The windup and the pitch. Swung on and missed strike three. So for the birds of the fourth, no runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on. Seven in a row now retired by Steve Klein. At the end of three and a half, it's Baltimore two, and the Yankees nothing. Mid-Hudson Yankee fans' attention. You can now make all your Yankee ticket reservations without leaving the WBNR broadcast area. In cooperation with the Fishkill National Bank and Wayne Oldsmobile and Cadillac, you can make your ticket plans for each and every Yankee game through September 27th right in the Beacon Newburgh area. Wayne Oldsmobile and Cadillac is located in Newburgh at 190 South Robinson Avenue, which is Route 9W, about two miles south of the Beacon-Newburgh Bridge. And the Fishkill National Bank, well, they've got five conveniently located branches in Beacon, Cold Spring, Hopewell Junction, Fishkill Main Street, and the Fishkill Brinkerhoff office. So stop by these new Yankee reservation centers and pick up a schedule, pick out a game, and pick up your ticket reservations. The outlets, again, are the five branches of the Fishkill National Bank in and around the Beacon area and Wayne Oldsmobile and Cadillac in Newburgh. Bottom half of the fourth inning. Baltimore leading the Yankees 2 to nothing after the Yankees won the opener. And Marcelino Lopez out on the mound. The Yankees have had just two base hits off them. They've had men on base all over the place. In the first inning, Clark threw a base on balls, and Tater had a single. Second inning, Woods threw a walk, and Michael had a pop fly single. And last inning, Danny Cater was safe on an error. And there were a couple of fine plays in the outfield. One in center and a real fine play and left by Buford. Ron Woods, the batter. Woods walked his first time up. He takes inside for ball one. Lopez has been throwing that fastball in on the right-handed batters. And more often than not, it's been low. The pitch. Swung on. Hit on the ground to third baseman. Robinson up with it. Brooks is throw to first. In time, and there's one out. One up and one down for the Yankees in the bottom of the fourth. And it'll bring up Gene Michael. 
Michael hit a Texas League single in the short left field his first time up. Gene stepped in. His activity in the first game was limited to one time at bat as a pinch had only struck out. The windup. The pitch to Gene inside, low for ball one. One ball and no strike. After this game, the Yankees will either be seven and a half out or nine and a half out. One and oh to count to Michael. Lopez winds. The left hand to deliver as Michael takes low for ball two. Two balls and no strikes. The 2-0 delivery from Lopez. High for all three. Three and out. So with one out, Gene Michael has a three and out count on him here on the bottom of the fourth inning. Jerry Kenny is on deck with the pitcher spot to follow. Three and out of the count. Lopez wins. He delivers. It's inside for ball four. So Michael walks on four pitches. Jogs on down to first base. It'll bring up Jerry Kenny. Kenny hit a double play ball this last time up. The Yankees had first and second. Nobody out. Perfect double play ball to second base. Johnson puts it over to Chico Simone, and Gene Michael took him right out of the play. So they got the force play, but not the double play. Kenny the batter. Thank you, John. A little ice cream. Pitch on the outside corner. Strike one. No balls and one strike. Sandy Alper is passing up his ice cream. Owen won the count. Two to nothing. Baltimore leading it in the bottom of the fourth inning. The 0-1 pitch swung on and hit foul. One heading back to the light tower and then back down to the lower deck. Going right up in the light tower. No balls and two strikes. Lopez to the belt. The pitch to Kenny. High for a ball. It's one and two. One ball and two strikes to Jerry Kenny. Michael is on first with one out in the bottom half of the fourth inning. Orioles lead it by a score of two to nothing. Lopez stretches. The pitch. Kenny swings, pops a foul into the upper deck behind home plate. One ball and two strikes. Two to Kenny. Baltimore two. The Yankees nothing. Bottom of the fourth. Yankees won the opener. Tied it in the ninth with two outs with a white single with the bases loaded and won it in the eleventh. Now time is called and Jerry Kenny steps out of the batter's box. One ball and two strikes to count. The stretch. Michael off first. The pitch to Kenny. Check swing. It's low. It's two and two. Two balls and two strikes. Lopez over the head to the belt. Delivers. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Kenny went fishing for a pitch outside. Three strikes out for the second out. And it'll bring up Steve Klein. 
Bryant struck out on three pitches his last time. Two to nothing. Baltimore leads it. Klein comes to bat with two outs and Gene Michael on first here on the fourth inning. Lopez leans in to get the sign. He's got it. Goes to the belt. First pitch to Klein is low for ball one. One ball and no strike. Don Buford playing Clyde over in the shadows. He's playing on the pull in left field. Big gap at left center and in right center. You actually play him close to both foul lines and just about straight away in center field. Blair shading him a little bit over to left. One and the count. Next pitch is an accidental little ground ball foul. I don't know whether he tried to swing at that or was trying to get out of the way. It was sort of a choppy little half swing. And it's 1-1. One one. one ball, one strike, and two out. Orioles, two, Yankees, nothing. Yankees won the opener. The stretch. The pitch. Low for a ball. It's two and one. Two balls and one strike to Steve Klein. Lopez over the head and to the belt. The pitch to the plate. Swung on, hit hard to shortstop. One bounce to Simone. He underhands it to Davy Johnson. The massage retired. No runs for the Yankees. No hits. No errors. The man left at the end of four. It's Baltimore two and the Yankees nothing. Here along with Frank Messer and Phil Rizzuto. Yankees Stadium in the Bronx, New York. Second game of the doubleheader. The first to the Yankees at 11 innings on a Roy White Harbor. This one, the birds of Baltimore have the lead. Two to nothing after four. The White Sox will be here Tuesday for an afternoon game. Come on out and enjoy the sunshine. Baseball in the afternoon. The Yankees and the Chicago White Sox. Picture postcards of Stan Bonson will be given out. The pitchers will be Janeski against Salomaya. Don Buford will lead it off at the top of the fifth inning. Buford is one for two against Steve Klein. The first pitch is hit in the air, foul and out of play into the upper deck, strike one. No balls and one strike. Klein has given up four hits. The right-hander delivers. It's low and outside. One ball and one strike. Two to nothing on Chico Simone's Foul pole home run. One and one the count. The wind up and the pitch. Swing, line drive, hit down the right field line. It is in there for a fair ball. It bounces up into the seat for a ground rule double. John Buford, a solid line drive, ground rule double. And he goes to second base with nobody out here in the top of the fifth. And he'll bring up Paul Blair. Blair was called out on strikes in the first inning and then singled in the second inning. After Simone's home run in the second inning, Buford and Blair had back-to-back singles. And Klein was on the ropes, but he struck out Booth Powell. Blair the batter. Klein had retired seven men in a row before that day, said. Big right-hander stretches. Steve throws, curveball. Ball the ball, and it's 
That Tuesday game with the White Sox we mentioned a moment ago will also be Ladies' Day. And free Diet Pepsi will be given out to all the ladies here at Yankee Stadium. One ball and no strikes to count on Blair. Line stretches. Fastball is low for ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Orioles two, Yankees nothing. Top of the fifth, the Yankees won the opener. Six to four in 11 innings. The count is 2-0 and on Blair. Buford on second and nobody out. Line stretches. Here it comes. And there it goes. Ground ball to third. Kenny has it. Shoulder high. Straightens up. The throw to first in time. And there's one out. Holding up second is Buford. One out. Buford on second. And here's Big Boo Powell. Robinson is on deck. So we'll see how Klein pitches to the big fella. Got 28 home runs. What a great year he's been at. The stretch. Klein kick. Deliver a slow curve. It's low for ball one. One ball and no strikes. Powell is batting 307. 28 homers, 21 doubles. One and all the count. Klein goes to the belt. The pitch is low for a ball. It's 2 and 0. Two balls and no strikes to Boog Powell. Now umpire John Rice is going to dust off home plate. Yankees looking for a sweep. The Orioles looking for a split. Two and out of the count on Powell. Blind stretches. Buford off second. The pitch to Big Boog is low for ball three. It's three and out. Three balls and no strikes. One man is out and Buford on second. And Brooks Robinson on deck. again to the belt. The 3-0 pitch. Powell takes low for ball four. So he walks on four pitches. First base was unoccupied. It will be now. Powell goes to first. Buford holds at second. There's one out and Brooks Robinson will be the batter. Brooks is singled and grounded out to second base. It was a great play by Horace Clark. Clark went way to his right, almost behind second. His momentum carried him even further. Straightened up, and he just did get Brooks Robinson. Robinson, not that fast a runner. And a double play possibility here, although he's a fine hitter. One out and two on. Ellis out to the mound to talk it over with Steve Klein. Now comes back behind the plate. Yankee infield has Ellis to catch it. Cater at first. Clark the second base, but Michael the shortstop, and Jerry Kenny the third baseman. White, Mercer, and Woods in the outfield. Point on the mound. Good lead for both men. The stretch. And the pitch. Fastball is low for ball one. One ball and no strike. 
That walk to Powell was the third given up by Steve Klein. One and oh, the count. The next pitch from Klein. Curve on the outside corner. It's one and one. One ball and one strike. up behind the plate as Steve Klein takes off his cap and mops his brow. Two to nothing, the Orioles lead it. Most of the big crowd still on hand. They saw a thriller in the first one. The count is one and one. Fake throw to second base and Buford ducks back. Buford on second. Powell on first. One out. Two to nothing, Baltimore. The Yankees won the opener. The stretch by Klein. The 1-1 pitch on its way, swung on, and there's a high fly ball beyond the second base. Horace Clark is under it. He makes the catch. The infield fly rule has been called, and there are two outs. Just a big pop-up. Two outs, two on. It'll bring out Kerry Crowley, the right fielder. Crowley was called out on strikes in the first inning and popped out to Jerry Kenny in the third. So the Orioles in danger now of wasting the leadoff double by Buford. Two outs and runners on first and second. Now they want to have a look at the baseball. John Rice calls for it. And he throws it out of the ball game. So Klein has a new ball to work with. Baltimore leading two to nothing. We're in the top half of the fifth inning. Two outs, two on. Klein stretches, looks back at second, delivers, and Terry Crowley takes a curve low for ball one. One ball and no strike. On deck hitter is Ellie Hendricks. One and oh, the count. Klein brings it to the belt. Next pitch is in there for the call strike, just above the knees, and it's one and one. One ball, one strike. Klein working a lot more slowly now. He's in a little jam here in the fifth inning. First two games that he pitched for the Yankees were both fine, complete games. He lost the first on a Frank Howard home run two to one. Then he beat Oakland right here, although he gave up a two-run homer to Reggie Jackson. Today he's given up a two-run homer to Chico Simone, and it's 2-0. One and one the count on Crowley. The pitch, slow curve, hits deep to right field. May go, it is back there, it is gone, a home run. just speaking about is given up again by Steve Klein as Terry Crowley with two outs pokes it down the right field line. It did not hit the foul pole, but it wasn't fair by that much. And now time has been called. 
Johnny Ellis going out to the mound, and Ralph Houck is out of the Yankee dugout, and he's going to make a change right now. With Ellie Hendricks about it, Steve Klein is being taken out in the top half of the fifth inning. So Klein had got seven men out in a row in one stretch, was really plagued by those two shots, the one by Simone and the one by Crowley. Both of them, although they were close to the line, were well hit. Simone was well up the foul pole and left field, and that one by Crowley was well back, but not that much fair. That was the only question, whether or not it was going to be a fair ball. So three runs are in, and Baltimore leads the Yankees 5 to nothing. We have two outs here in the top half of the fifth inning, and we'll have a new pitcher coming in for the New York Yankees. Looks as if it might be left-hander Mike McCormick. That's who it is. Mike McCormick will be coming on to pitch. In the meantime, let's have a look at the scoreboard. Boston beat Detroit 7-4. Colt, the winner, and Lolich, the loser. Petroselli had a three-run homer, and Billy Canigliaro had one. And they both came in the first inning when Boston scored five runs. Washington beat Cleveland 7-3 in the first of two. Tom Greaves hitting a home run. Coleman beat McDowell. At the end of four, it's Cleveland 2 and Washington nothing. Rick Austin against Jackie Brown, relieved by Joe Grisend in the second inning. Milwaukee beat Kansas City 4-2. The winning pitcher was Bolden. The losing pitcher was Drago. California beat Chicago 5-0 in the first game of the doubleheader. Egan and Johnson had home runs. Second game after one, it's California nothing and Chicago nothing. Oakland beat Minnesota 3-0 the first of two, as Chuck Dobson pitched a four-hitter, beating Burt's fly 11. In the second game, at the end of three and a half, Oakland leads Minnesota by a score of three to nothing. So they're threatening to, split, to sweep the doubleheader from the Minnesota Twins. Don Mincher hit home run number 19 to account for all three runs in the fourth inning. The Pirates beat the Mets eight to three. Walker the winner and Ryan the loser. Willie Stargell hit home run number 23. Chicago beat Philadelphia four to one in the first game of the doubleheader. Second game, the Phillies lead four to nothing after six innings of play. San Diego leads Atlanta by a score of 4-1 to after 6. Jarvis against Thompson. Spezio is hit number 7. At the end of 8, it is Houston 5 and the San Francisco Giants 3. Cook, Gladding, and LeMaster, the Houston pitchers. Marshall started, relieved by McMahon in the 8th inning for the Giants. Montreal beat St. Louis 7-6 in the first game of a doubleheader. Joe Torrey hit number 12 and Rusty Staub number 23. No score after one of the second game. At the end of five and a half, at Cincinnati 2 and Los Angeles 2, Merritt against Sutton, and Pete Rose hit home run number 11. So Mike McCormick is on the pitch for the New York Yankees, as Klein gave up five runs and six hits in four and two-thirds innings. Steve walked three, and he struck out five. First batter to face is McCormick is Ellie Hendricks. He takes a curve outside for ball one. One ball and no strike. One and oh the count. Pitch is hit in the air to right field. This one down the line and well back. And this one is a fair ball and another home run. That one barely fair, but again it didn't hit the foul pole. Dropped in there for a home run. And the Orioles have back-to-back -back home runs and certainly a rough greeting for Mike McCormick. 
six to nothing. Last time McCormick pitched was Friday night as the starter against the Detroit Tigers. Six to nothing. The Orioles lead it on three home runs. Well, that's what you got to do here at the stadium. Put them down those foul lines, and that's exactly what they've done. Here's Davey Johnson. Curveball is low for ball one. One ball and no strike. McCormick into the windup. The one out pitch. In there for the call. Strike it as what it was. Baltimore six and the Yankees nothing. Birds has scored four runs here in the fifth inning. The Yankees won the opener on Roy White's 11th inning home run. The one-one pitch. High for ball two. Two balls and one strike. Two and one the count on Davey Johnson. The windup and the pitch. Swung on, hit on the ground out to shortstop, Michael. The throw to first, in time, and the side is finally retiring. So Baltimore in the fifth inning, they get four runs on three hits, all for extra bases. No Yankee errors and nobody left. After four and a half, it's Baltimore six, and the Yankees nothing. Are you game for a quiz? Then listen carefully, because the question won't be repeated. What does ARCO stand for? A-R-C-O. Here are a few hints. Hint one. Many of you recently received a credit card with the name ARCO on top. It replaced your Atlantic card. Hint two. The ARCO card is honored by Hertz, Ramada, and Fredway Inns, Hyatt House Hotels, Hyatt Lodges, Travel Lodge Motels, Friendship Inns, Emmons Walker Inns Incorporated, and Superior Motel. Time's up. Anyone who figured out that ARCO stands for the petroleum products of the Atlantic Richfield Company gets an A. You see, when the Atlantic Richfield Company was formed, it made sense to have one national credit card good at thousands of service stations coast to coast. The name selected for the card was ARCO. And if you'd like to carry one, applications are waiting for you at all Atlantic stations. If there are no more questions then, class is dismissed. Right now on Yankee Baseball, we pause for station identification. This is WGY, Radio 81, Schenectady, New York. Horace Clark will lead it off in the bottom half of the fifth inning. First pitch to Horace from Marcelino Lopez is a curve in there for the call strike one. No walls and one strike. Next pitch to Horace, he takes high for a ball and it's one and one. One ball and one strike. Three Baltimore home runs. In the nightcap, they lead six to nothing. For one one pitch, low and in the dirt, it's two balls and one strike. And if you were to know that Baltimore had three home runs in a game, you probably would not pick Simone, Hendricks, and Crowley as the three. Two and one the count. Next pitch to Horace Clark is low and it's three balls and one strike. The Yankees have had two hits off Marcelino Lopez. They've also given up three walks. Pitch is over and it's three and two. 
Three balls and two strikes. The windup. The full count pitch to Clark. High and outside. Ball four. So Horace throws a base on balls to start things off. That's the second walk of the ball game. And Phil Rizzuto has rejoined us. Well, I feel terrible, Bob. I feel like somebody has walked through my mouth. Somebody gave me a hot foot in my stomach. My eyes feel like they got sand all over them. But I'm hanging in there. Those old timers will do it to you every time. <laughs> Bobby Merce is a batter. Horace Clark on at first. Nobody out. Bottom half of the fifth inning. Lopez has pitched to Merce away outside for ball one. Now time is called that Ellie Hendricks wants to go out and talk to Monsolino Lopez. One ball and no strike. Hendricks and Lopez get together out of the mound. Orioles six and the Yankees nothing. Bottom of the fifth is the Orioles hopeful of getting a split. Oh, the conference breaks up out of the mound. Lopez back on top. 1-0 the count to Mercer. Clock off first. The pitch, way high, and it's 2-0. Well, Lopez having control problems here in the fifth inning. He has to get by the fifth inning to be the winning pitcher as a starter. Right now, he's got a six-run lead, 6 to nothing. The 2-0 stretch, and the pitch, way high, and it's 3-0, and he's lost his control here. Three balls and no strikes. He hadn't been close on Mercer, and now Lopez is going for a walk. Goes out towards second base, comes back, picks up the rosin bag. Three and out of the count. Bottom half of the fifth inning, the stretch. The pitch to Mercer, outside, ball four, and the Yankees have had two walks in a row. And out of the Oriole dugout appears to be George Bamberger, the pitching coach. Who it is, Bamberger walking out. He does not make the pitching changes. Weaver makes the pitching changes. So he's out to try and settle down Marcelino Lopez. But the door is open for the Yankees. Two men on with nobody out, and Roy White will be the batter. White got a single with the bases loaded and two outs in the ninth inning of the first game to tie it up. Hit a home run in the bottom of the 11th with a man on to win it. In this game, he's 0 for 2. He struck out, and he was robbed on a fine catch by... Left fielder Don Buford of a ball that would have been in the seat. So Roy White will be the batter. Bamberger taking a lot of time out of the mound. They want to get a chance to get somebody ready out in the bullpen. So the Yankees have a chance to get back in the ball game. They're down six to nothing, but two walks have put the runners on with nobody out. Back in the second, the Yankees had the first two men get on, but they failed to score. But now they have the heart of the batting order. White, Peter, and Ella. Clark and Mercer ready to go. The pitch is inside for ball one. One ball and no strike. Lopez to the belt. The next pitch to White. Curve is in there for the call strike, and it's one on one. Got the inside corner. One ball and one strike. Low 
Lopez to the belt. And the pitch way high. Hendricks has to go way up to get it. He made a nice save. Two balls and one strike. Two and one to Roy White. Now time is called. And Chico Savon, the shortstop, is coming over to Chico Lopez. Two and one the count. Two balls and one strike to Roy White. Yankee hero of the first game of the doubleheader. Lopez stretches. And the pitch. Check swing is low. Three and one. Three balls and one strike to Roy White. The Orioles got four runs in the top half of this inning and a couple of homers. Right now the Yankees trying to get back. First and second. Nobody out. Three and one on Roy White. And if this one's a ball, it'll be three walks in a row. The stretch, the pitch. Swing and a miss, strike two, three and two. The longest Marcelino Lopez has pitched this year in any game was four and two-thirds innings, and that was against the Yankees. The three-two stretch and the pitch. Swung on and popped out. The infield fly rule if it's fair. Going back to third base from Samoma shortstop. Makes the catch in foul territory. And there's one out. One out, runners still on first and second. So he came back on Roy White after being down three and one, and he gets him to pop out. One out, and the battle will be Danny Cater. Cater has singled and been safe on an hour. One out, and Cater the batter. The first pitch to Cater. Slow curve, bounce foul at home plate, strike one. Ball might have hit Cater, too. He's wringing his hand or his wrist. No balls at one strike. I don't know how he could have hurt his wrist on that. But he did. Owen won the count. Shaking his right wrist. First and second and one out for the Yankees. 6-0 Baltimore. Here's the pitch inside with the fastball, and it's 1-1. One one. Marcelino Lopez has walked Clark and Mercer. But then they got Roy White to pop out on the 3-2 pitch. Now he's working the cater. One ball, one strike. Lopez to the belt. And the pitch. Swing, line drives it out to left center field. Coming on is Buford. Coming on, he can't get it. It's a base hit. The runners will hold after advancing one base. Clark to third. Mercer to second. And Cater to third. And the Yankees have him loaded with one out. And big John Ellis to batter. But Ellis has been just two for Marcelino Lopez. He's got him swing twice. Struck him out both times, but he made it look bad on both occasions. So Ellis is up with the bases loaded and one out. Orioles leading six to nothing. On deck is Ron Wood. The windup and the pitch. Swinging a foul back here. 
right over our heads. No balls in one strike. Would have had that if it wasn't for that screen. Oh, and one McCown. The windup and the pitch. Ellis broke curve, bounced foul, and he's in a hole again. No balls and two strikes. So Lopez is one strike away from getting Ellis for the third time. Yankees have him loaded with one out. Baltimore leads 6 to nothing in the bottom of the fifth. Yankees won the opener in 11 innings. No balls and two strikes. The windup and the pitch. Ellis swings and misses strike three. Went for the high fastball and he strikes out for the third time. Two outs and the batter will be Ron Wood. Woods has walked and bounced the third. Six nothing. Baltimore with the lead. The windup and the pitch to Woods. Slow curve is high for ball one. One ball and no strike. Mercer and Cater on the bases. Two outs. The count 1-0 to Ron Woods. Marcelino Lopez wine. Delivered way high and Hendricks has to go get it again. It's 2-0. Two, two balls and no strikes. Gene Michael on deck. The Yankees have only had three hits but they've had base runners all over the place in this ball game. Two base runners in the first, two in the second. One to the third. One last inning and three this inning. All right, Lopez gets back on the rubber. Two balls with no strikes. Marcelino winds. The pitch to Woods. Way high at 3-0. and all. Three balls with no strikes to Ron Woods. And with the bases loaded and the Yankees down by six, there isn't much chance that he'll be swinging. The windup. Lopez aims it. Ball four. So the Yankees have a run, and that's all for Marcelino Lopez. And he cannot be the winning pitcher. He goes four and two-thirds innings, and even though he leaves with a score six to one, he cannot be the winning pitcher. And this is not as bad a spot as you might think for a relief fan. They don't like to come in with the base awarded, but when they can get an easy win out of it. Well, I wouldn't call it easy because the way the Yankees bounced back in that first game, they're going to be rough. But as you said, Marcelino Lopez had himself this big lead, and you can't blame Earl Weaver. How far can he go? This is the way to get Olsen. Thought he had the first game all wrapped up, four to nothing, and the Yankees bounced back. Their top pitcher on the mound here. The Yankees thought they might have a breeze with Marcelino Lopez on the mound, and they've run into trouble. And only because they haven't been able to get the clutch hit in this game as they did in the first game. As Bob told you, they left two men on in the first, two in the second, one in the third, one in the fourth, and they've got the bases loaded here now, although they do have one run in. And Pete Ward is going to come up and bat for Gene Michael. We haven't seen yet who the pitcher is, so evidently it's a right-hand pitcher. It'll be a right-hander. And as soon as we find out who it is, 
That Mojrabowski looks who like it. it is. All right, so Mojrabowski comes on. Shot of the year with the Kansas City Royals, and then the Orioles picked him up just before the trading deadline. Mojrabowski with the Orioles, his ERA is 3.00. He has won two and lost one. Overall, he has won three and lost three, and his ERA is 3.15. So Drabowski will have to pitch to Pete Ward, although Gene Michael has gotten a single and a walk in two at-bats. He leaves, and Pete Ward will be the pinch hitter. So Pete Ward will be the pinch hitter. He's now being introduced. And Drabowski introduced at the pitcher. With that base hit, that opposite field, he really has been a hot hitter of late. That's right. Of course, in the, the game, uh, he had the bunt. But yeah. he was thrown out by Dave Johnson yesterday. But he had a base hit for a bunt on the road trip. I believe it was in Cleveland. But the drag bunt he had yesterday, you couldn't place the ball. If you could walk out on the infield and put it in a better spot, you couldn't do it. And they just Johnson made a fine play. Mm, Got to go with the hot men. Right now, one big base hit, and the Yankees are definitely back in this ball game. Couldn't be any more dramatic in that first game. Oh, that was something. Something, that's something. And Roy White was saying, as Phil knows, on the TV side, it was the first time he's ever broken up a game with a home run. This strange. All right, here's Pete Ward. Base is loaded. Two outs. Six to one, Baltimore. Yankees with a chance to get right back in there. And Mojavowski on the mound. Ward is in the box. He's ready. So is Drabowski. He winds. The first pitch Ward takes outside for ball one. One ball and no strikes to Pete. pitch. Outside, it's 2-0. Talk about Olsen. Earl Weaver must be climbing the wall now. Oh, yeah. The six-run lead is putting that all over the place. If you walk right here, wouldn't be bad for the Yankees to bring the potential tying run to the plate. Jerry Kenny on deck. Two balls and no strikes. Drabowski taking his time, looks over to third, Mercer down the line. The windup, the pitch. Strike on the corner, it's two and one. Just did get the outside corner. Two and one the count. Two and one to P. Ward. Bases full of Yankees with two outs. Bottom of the fifth, Baltimore looking for a split, leading six to one. The windup by Drabowski, the two-one pitch. Swung on and missed, it's two and two. So Pete Ward is down to his last swing. Base is loaded. Jabowski into the windup. 
Here's the pitch. Ward swings, fouls it down the left field line, back into the seat. Two balls and two strikes. He just reached out and got part of a bat on it. Two balls, two strikes. Marcelino Lopez went four and two-thirds innings, and that's exactly as long as his longest previous experience. That was against the Yankees. Two and two to Ward. Bases loaded. The windup and the pitch. Outside is three and two. Three and two. How do you do? And everybody's going to be running. Mm, what a base hit to do here. They're loaded with two outs. Let's see if Trubowski stretches or winds up. If he winds up, it'll be... Uh, oh, I guess he's going to stretch. Three and two to Pete Ward. Base is loaded. Trubowski is ready, and now time is called. Ward isn't. Three balls, two strikes, and two outs. First time I've ever seen anybody yawn with the bases loaded in three and two. That's un-American. Why don't you quit it, you huckleberry? It's that guy sitting right in back of it. Ready to go. Three balls, two strikes, and two outs. Boop Powell ducks it at first, and he's scared Ron Woods. There's the stretch. The pitch. Four, four, it's low. And the run scores at six to two. Well, the Yankees... That's come up with four walks. They're going to take Pete Ward out and Jim Lytle will go in the run for him. And now the tying run is out the plate. Wait a minute, that's Baker. That's not Jimmy Lytle. It's Frank Baker who is going to run for him. Baker wearing number 26. Jimmy Lytle has won number 27. So Frank Baker is going to go in the run for him. And chances are he'll stay in the ball game and play shortstop. So he'll be batting in the number nine spot. All right, Jerry Kenny up there. They're still loaded. And two out. Zabowski winds. Pitches. Low ball one. So he can't find the plate either here. The Yankees have had four walks. So that any time drives the manager crazy. But when you're ahead 6 nothing and it happens, I'll tell you, one ball and no strikes to Kenny. Now the Yankees are in a position where a home run would tie this thing up. The Orioles have hit three homers. 1-0 to Kenny. Bader, Woods, and Baker ready to run. The windup. The pitch. Strike on the corner. It's 1-1. One, one. one ball and one strike. This has been some fifth inning. The Orioles got four runs in the top of the inning on back-to-back homers. The Yankees have scored twice and still have them loaded. One and one to Jerry Kenny. Zabowski into the windup. Here's the pitch Kenny takes outside. Two and one. Kenny has bounced into a fourth play and struck out. Two balls and one strike. Here's the pitch. Swung on and fouled down the left field line. Be back into the seat. Jerry reached out and fouled it into the first row of the upper deck. Two balls and two strikes. Four 
1,610 to pay to credits today. Two balls, two strikes, and two outs. Runners leading away. The lineup and the pitch. Inside of three and two, and here we go again. Unbelievable inning. Three balls, two strikes, and the base is loaded. Yankees have had four walks in this inning. Bases are loaded. Two runs in. Three and two to Kenny, two out. Six to two, Baltimore. The stretch. The pitch. Four, four. Almost unbelievable. I tell you, there's something. Destiny. But again, he does not make the changes. Earl Weaver takes out the pitchers. So we'll see what he can say to Mo Dravowski. That ball is not close. And the Yankees have gotten three runs back on one single. One little single by Danny Cater. Now we're going to need a pinch hitter for the Yankees here. Let's wait and see who it's going to be. Nobody has to battle the Yankee dugout. Kurt Lefferty. coming up to pinch hit. He had a home run here against Dubowski earlier in the year. Lovely the batter with the bases still loaded. Six to three Baltimore. Baker and Kenny ready to run. Here's the pitch. He swings and pops it out. High over the infield on the first pitch. The moon backing up. Here comes Gilbert. They come together. It's a hit. It's a hit. Two runs four. Kenny is the third. And it's a six to five ball game. They came together. And when they both struck out of the way, the ball dropped in. Ball. 
Davis has been the closest thing to a good solid hit, and that one was going out there when it fell in. Luckily gets a hit on that. Nobody touched it. They still haven't. <laughs> one ball of no strikes the clock. Throw to first. Luckily gets back. Seems remarkable. That's Lefty at the three straight walk. Swung at the first pitch. And popped it as high as you can pop it. And nobody caught it. One ball and no strikes. Here's the pitch. Strike called. It's one and one. That was a late call from John Wright. Very slow and going up with the hand that time. So you got the big yell and then the boo. One ball and one strike. Now can tie it up. Kenny dances down the line. The pitch. Swung on and popped up in the short left field. Here goes the boat and Jupiter makes the catch. Oh, that looked like a replay. The fans were howling, but Jupiter was able to make the catch. Five runs. Two hits. No errors. And two men left. At the end of five, it's Baltimore six and the Yankees five. And Steve Hamilton is coming in to pitch for the Yankees. Baker stays in the spot that he came in when he came in as a pinch runner. He came in and he pinch ran for Ward, who batted for Michael. So we'll put Baker in the seventh spot. And Hamilton will be batting ninth. Hamilton bats ninth. Baker bats seventh. Six to five, Baltimore leading. But a few moments ago, they were ahead six to nothing. I want to tell you this crowd is having some time today. What two ball games. And this one is a long way from being over. First one, the Yankees tied it with a hit with two outs in the ninth. And won it in the 11th on a home run. Well, the crowd is cheering everything. Signs, everything. I think Soap Bear just had an Oriole banner and lost it. This has been something else. Top half of the sixth inning, and Chico Simone the batter. That fly ball is the darndest thing. With the bases loaded and everybody running. I don't know, uh, Penny got the third and he rounded it. Would have been very close. It's hard to tell. All right, here's Simone. Hamilton delivers. Swing and a pop foul out of play. Strike one. Simone, the number eight man in the batting order, has hit a home run off the left field foul pole and grounded the third. Six to five. The Orioles still lead it. What games these two teams have played. Here's the pitch. Outside for a ball and it's one and one. And they'll be back here at Yankee Stadium. Last day in August to begin a four-game series with the Yankees right here. One and one the count. Hamilton into the windup and the pitch. Takes the button. He takes it for a ball. Two balls and one strike. Two and one the count on Simone. Top of the sixth inning. Baltimore six and the Yankees five. Now umpire John Rice is going to have a look at Simone. Oh, he's going to draw the line to the back part of the uh, batter's box. Haven't seen that in a long time. The lines have been obliterated. 
And John Rice followed the bat for a moment and drew a line across. And he said, that's it. Two and one the count. So now Hamilton has to try and hold the bird. Here's the pitch. Curved line for a base hit in the left center field. Coming over the field at Roy White. Right up with the ball. Simone with the turn. Holds on as he gets a solid base hit to left center. And that was harder hit than anything the Yankees had in the fifth inning, although they scored five runs. Brings up Moser Bowski. Bowski, the pitcher, will probably be up there to bunt. The stretch. He squares around, takes it low for ball one. And Hamilton fell down to his knees out of the mound. One ball and no strike. He slipped coming off the mound. And it's a good thing he didn't bunt the ball. One and oh the count. Although Jerry Kenny might have fielded it. Kenny was almost shaking hands with Drabowski. One and oh the count. Six to five Baltimore. Top of the six. Hamilton stretches. The pitch is swung on and fouled over towards the Orioles dugout and into it. One and one. Stretch by Hamilton, and the pitch. Front of that, first base side. Out to get it, Cater. Has to play at the first, just in time, and there's one out. And that's Rabowski for a veteran who's really hustling down the line. Horace Clark took the throw. There's one out. Right now in Yankee baseball, we pause for station identification. This is WGY, Radio 81, Schenectady, New York. One out, and Don Buford, the leadoff man, will be up there. Slide out to center field, singled and doubled. Buford is two for three. Hamilton on the mound with one out. And Chico Simone on second base. Steve takes plenty of time. In fact, he takes too much, and uh, backing out is Buford. The Orioles got the first six runs. Yankees got five in the bottom of the fifth. We're in the top of the sixth. The pitch in there for the call strike. It's 0 and 1. No balls in one strike. Hamilton stretches. He delivers. Curve ball low, and it's 1 and 1. One ball and one strike. Yankees got their five runs on five walks. A single by Cater and a pop-up by Bluffery that nobody caught. One ball and one strike to count on Buford. Hamilton stretches and the pitch. Curve is inside and it's two and one. Paul Blair is on deck. Two balls and one strike. Top half of the sixth inning. Both McDaniel and Aker were used in the first game. McDaniel for just one inning. An acre for two. The 2-1 pitch. Swung on. A slow grounder down the third baseline. Kenny picks it up foul. Makes the throw, but it's a foul ball. Chico Simone will have to go back to second. And Buford comes back to get the bat. Two and two the count. 
Top of the six. The Orioles lead at six to five. Two strikes to count on Buford. The stretch. And the pitch. Low and nice block by Johnny Ellis. He's crawling all over trying to get it. Three balls with two strikes. So Buford has a full count and Ellis gets a nice hand. Johnny catching only his second game of the season for the Yankees. Thurman Munson is at fourth death. Jake Gibbs caught the opener. Three walls and two strikes. The stretch, the pitch. Swung on, long drive at the left field. Over towards the line, right running, can't get it, bounces in, and into the stands for a ground rule double. That's the second ground rule double in a row for Don Buford. And the Orioles lead 7-5. Simone scores on it. Baltimore is seven and the Yankees five. One out, and the batter will be Paul Blair. Singled and grounded out to third. Orioles seven, Yankees five. The pitch in there for the call, strike one. No balls and one strike. Pitcher of record is still Steve Klein for the Yankees. If they got one more run, he would have been off the hook. 0-1 the count. The stretch. And the pitch. In there for the call, strike two. So quickly, Hamilton is ahead of Blair, 0-2. Boot Powell is on deck. But Hamilton's usually very tough on left-handed batters. Big Steve takes a stretch. The pitch. Swung on, bounced foul outside of third. Billy Hunter grabs it. Owen to the count. has the sign. The stretch and the pitch. Swung on. A ground ball. The third. And he backs up and misplays it. Right off his knee. Round third. Buford. He's going to score. Right up at the ball. Going on in the second base's flare. Kenny backed up all the way on that ball. Right off his knee. Over his head and out to the left field. And it scored an error all the way. And it's now 8-5. to five. So now the Yankees give one right back. Down the second goes Blair. One out and Boog Powell will be the batter. Big Boog steps in. Powell has walked, struck out, and walked. 
check swing at the strike on the outside corner. No balls at one strike. Eight to five, Baltimore. We have seen 11 runs in the last, well, inning. And uh, one out here in the top of the sixth. Baltimore got four in the top of the fifth. The Yankees five. The Birds two here. The 0-1 pitch to Powell. Swung on, hit up the middle. Cross tries to get it. He can at the base head. Ball Blair around third. He scores. Up with the ball is Ron Woods. It's a single. Another run. And it's 9-5 Baltimore. And Ralph House is coming out of the Yankee dugout. And that'll be off of Steve Hamilton. So Steve, who has pitched so effectively for the Yankees this year, met with little success in this inning. He only got one man out, and that was Moe Bouncy on the bunt. But he certainly didn't get support on the ground ball hit to Kenny. So the Orioles are back ahead by four. This game has gone six to nothing, six to five, and now nine to five. And it'll be Gary Wozniewski coming out of the Yankee bullpen. Let's have a look at the scoreboard. Boston beat Detroit by a score of seven to four. Colt the winner and Lolich the loser. Washington beat Cleveland seven to three. In the first game of the doubleheader. Second game, Cleveland leads 5-2 to two at the end of 5.5. Milwaukee beat Kansas City by a score of 4-2. to two. Kirkpatrick had two home runs. California shut out Chicago 5 to nothing, a three-hitter for Clyde Wright. Second game, the Angels lead 4-1 to one after 4.5. And, and Bill Melton has hit home run number 21. Oakland shut out Minnesota 3 to nothing in the first game of the doubleheader, a four-hitter for Chuck Dobson. Second game is tied up 3-3 after five and a half. Don Mincher hitting a three-run homer. And Harmon Killebrew had a solo shot. Home run number 34. He leads the American League. Pittsburgh beat the Mets by a score of 8-3 to three in the National League. Walker the winner and Ryan the loser. Willie Stargell hit number 23. The Cubs beat the Phillies in the first game 4-1. to one, But the Phillies came back and won the nightcap 6-1. to one. At the end of eight... It's San Diego 4 and Atlanta 2. Hank Aaron is hit home run number 33, and Ed Spezio is hit home run number 7. At the end of 9, a tie game between the Giants and the Houston Astros is 5-5. Final score, Montreal 7, St. Louis 6 in the first game. Second game after 3.5, St. Louis 1 and Montreal nothing. At the end of 7.5, it's Los Angeles 3, Cincinnati 3, and Pete Rose has hit two home runs, gives them a total of 12. Here at Yankee Stadium, the Yankees won the opener. With two outs in the ninth inning and the bases loaded, the Yankees trailing 4-2, Roy White singled on a 3-1 pitch to tie it up. In the 11th inning, Roy White hit a home run with a man on, and the Yankees won it 6-4. In the second game, Baltimore got two runs in the second inning, as Chico Simone hit the left field foul pole. Then in the fifth inning, they scored four runs. As with two outs, Terry Crowley hit a three-run homer, and Ellie Hendricks followed with a home run off Mike McCormick. Prior to that, the runs were charged to Steve Klein. So that gave the Orioles a 6 to nothing lead, but then Marcelino Lopez and Moe Grabowski had trouble finding the plate in the fifth inning. The Yankees got five walks, a base hit from Cater, and a pop fly hit by Bluffrey that 
the left field of Buford and the shortstop Simone came together and then each one ducked out of the way and the ball fell in. Two runs scored to make it 6-5. Spark made out to end the inning. But now on the top of the sixth, the Birds have come back. They have three runs in, one out, and a runner on first base, Boog Powell. So Gary Wasluski is in the pitch. Wasluski stretches. Checks Powell and the pitch. Low outside for ball one. One ball and no strike. The Orioles have nine runs, ten hits, three errors. Yankees five runs, four hits, and one error. The stretch by Wozlewski. And the pitch. Swing and a hard ground ball to third. Kenny backs up. He has this one over the clock for one. The relay to first for a double play. And the side's retired. So Wozlewski does a great job in relief as he gets them out with the double play. However, the Orioles get three runs. And they had three hits. There was one big Yankee error. And nobody left on base. At the end of five and a half, it's Baltimore nine and New York five. steps in. Bobby is hit into a force play, lined out to center field, and walked on four pitches last inning. The windup, Drabowski's pitch to Mercer is low for ball one. One ball and no strike. Nine to five, the Orioles lead it, bottom half of the sixth inning. The 1-0 windup and the pitch. Swung on, hit on the ground between first and second through and a right field for a base hit. So Bobby Mercer leads off the sixth inning with a single. He's on at first with nobody out. It brings up Roy White. White struck out. Spun out to deep left field. Buford making a fine catch. And then last inning, he popped out on a 3-2 pitch. with the leadoff first. Mo Dravowski goes to the belt. The pitch to White, swung on, hit in the air, out in the short left field. Buford coming in, Simone going back. Simone makes the catch and there's one out. Little soft pop fly off the handle. One out, Bobby Mercer holds it first. Here's Danny Cater. They haven't gotten Cater out. He's had two singles, and he was safe on an error. Dubowski stretches. And the pitch. Serve is outside for a ball. One ball and no strike. Mercer off first. The pitch. Lined foul down the right field line. Back into the box seat. It's one and one. Nine to five. Baltimore leading. After the Yankees won the thrilling opener. And this one has been just as exciting. One ball and one strike. Bottom half of the sixth inning. That's the stretch. And the pitch. Swung on foul right in the... to get that one on the fly, believe it or not. It hurts a little. Got to throw it up. You ready? 
two strikes. One and two, the count to Danny Cater. The stretch. And the pitch. Swung on, line drive, hit out on the second of the base, hits the center field. Bobby Mercer to second, and he holds on as Danny Cater gets a solid single to center. So the Yankees are first and second and one out. The first one I've ever caught on the fly. No pitting, very good. Sir? scared me because I was looking through the binoculars when it started back and it looks like it's right on top of you. Is that Earl Weaver? It is, so we're going to have a new pitcher. Drabowski is being taken out of the ball game with first and second and one out. And this pitcher, whoever comes in, could still conceivably get the win because the official scorer has a judgment here and the book says that if a relief pitcher pitches briefly or ineffectively, you can take the win away from him. And Grabowski qualifies under both categories. Moldy. Nine to five. Baltimore leads it with one out. Pitcher coming in from the bullpen. Still has the glasses on. We'll wait and see. We saw Rickard in the first game, the left-hander. But let's see. John Ellis is the next bat. He struck out three times. He's delighted that Marcelino Lopez isn't around because Lopez got him three times. It's Jim Harden. So they're going with Jim Harden. Now, he's been used as a starter. This will be his 27th game. He has started 14. So this will be his 13th relief assignment. He has pitched 109 innings, given up 109 hits. 43 earned runs, 9 homers, and a 3.55 earned run average. 109 innings and 109 hits he's given out. I'll bet that comes to about one an inning. First and second and one out. John Ellis will be the batter. And Ellis has got to be happy that Lopez is gone because Lopez got him three times and made him look bad every time. Ellis is now walking over to the on-deck circle. So Jim Harden comes on the pitch. Nine to five, Baltimore. The Yankees won the opener, six to four. What a game this has been. Orioles were ahead six nothing. The Yankees got five in the bottom of the fifth. The Orioles have gotten three in the top of the sixth. Now the Yankees have two on and one out. Mercer, Mercer reached down at second base and had some on the bottom of his spike shoe and it's gum. Now it looked like a, a movie skit, the old Harold Lloyd or Laurel and Hardy. He got the gum off one hand, got it on the other, then he tried to do it with his foot, then he tried to do it with the bag, and he still... And he is mad out there. I think he put it on Chico Simone's arm now. All right, here we go. Johnny Ellis steps in. First and second, one out. Bottom of the sixth. The Orioles leading 9-5 to five after the Yankees won the opener. 
Jim Harden kicking some dirt around. In fact, kicking a lot of dirt around. Now he's ready. Mercer on second. Cater on first. The stretch. First pitch to Ellis. Swung on. Hit the right field. Down the line. May have the leg. Does it? It is a home run. hit the first pitch from Jim Harden into the first row of the right field seat. He hit it to the opposite field. So Crowley was nowhere close to it. And it just got in. It was a line drive. They hit all the way. The question, did it have the legs? And it did. First row of the right field seat. Here's Ron Woods. It's 9-8. The pitch. High and inside for ball one. He hit his first pitch. He said he was happy Lopez wasn't around anymore. He had struck about three times. He tackled it. Nine to eight. The pitch. Swung on line drive. Hit out the left center field. Coming over to you, but he can't get it to the base hit. He plays it on one off. And Ron Woods is on with a single. What a doubleheader this has been. Unbelievable. And we're only in the bottom of the sixth inning. Have had 15 runs in the last two innings. Unbelievable. Here's Frank Baker. 9 to 8, Baltimore. Baker up for the first time in this game. Went in as a pinch runner for Pete Ward. Jim Harden walking around the mound. And here comes Earl Weaver, and we're going to have another pitching game. Listen to the crowd. the left-hander, possibly Rickard, to come in and pitch to Frank Baker. There's one out for the Yankees here in the sixth inning. Three runs in. Baltimore leading 9-8 to eight after the Yankees won the first game in dramatic fashion. And Weaver is going to the bullpen. Yeah. And there goes Harden. And Harden was hit hard. This ball for a while looks as though it may go through. And a new pitcher coming into the bullpen, and they really give a cheer to Harden. Oh, they give him a standing ovation as he goes out. It is Pete Rickard. Now, Rickard was the fellow in the ninth inning of the first game that Rod White tied the game off. Am I correct, Phil? That's right. He hit the home run off Rickard, although the runs were charged to Palmer. You mean the, the base hit? The base hit. The base hit. They got off Rickett. Right. But the two of the, they had scored the two runs that were charged to Palmer, and then Rickett went out and all, of course, was the. Uh... In that first game, the bases were loaded with two outs. Rickett got behind Roy White three and one, and White got a base hit to tie it up at 4 4, and then won it in the 11th with a home run. Nice, quiet afternoon at the ballpark. <laughs> Following old timers, though. I'll tell you, the way uh, Earl Weaver's going, he might foul up that bullpen so badly that it might cost them late in the season. 
The way he is running in these relief pitches, it's almost as though he were a little panicky, and yet he's got a pretty commanding lead right now. The Yankees are eight and a half behind, and it's a big, big ball game because it'll be the difference of two games. Should the Yankees win, they'll be seven and a half. Should they lose, they'll be nine and a half. But yet Earl Weaver is playing as though it were the last game of the year or the last week of the season. Press that panic button and things can happen. Well, the first man he'll have to face will be Baker. And then Jerry Kenny. Nine to eight Baltimore. Now, the Yankees have never gotten even in this game, so Steve Klein still stands to be the uh, the loser, as it is right now. But the Yankees have a runner on in one out. It's for sure Harden will not get the win because he also pitched briefly and ineffectively. So, Baker the batter. We have seen some outstanding baseball today, some horrible baseball, and it's all been fun. Baker the batter with one out. Ronwood's on first. Rickett goes for the belt. Long Island left-handed delivers. Strike one swinging. No balls in one strike. All in one the count. That home run for Ellis is number five. As the stretch. The pitch. Take a swing. Blind drive. Face hit the left field. Down the second goes Woods. He makes the turn. Drew it up with the ball. He holds on. Throws in behind him. And the ball bounces off the chest of David Johnson, but doesn't get away far enough. So Baker has gotten his first major league base hit. A line drive in the hole between third and short. First and second and one out. And the batter will be Jerry Kenny. Kenny has hit into a force play. Struck out and drew a base on ball. Stretches. The pitch to Kenny. Swung on and fouled with a screen. Strike one. No balls in one strike. All in one, the count on Kenny. Nine to eight, Baltimore. The stretch. The runners lead away. The pitch. High, comes all the way back to the backstop. Woods on his way to third, Baker on his way to second. They make the turn and hold on. And here comes George Bamberger out of the Orioles' dugout. Eight, second and third and one out and Kenny the batter. 
One ball and one strike to Kennedy. The stretch by Richards and the pitch. It hit his bat and goes over towards the Baltimore dugout. One and two. Trying to draw his bat back. The pitch was low, and somehow the ball hit the bat and went over to the dugout. First, it gave the impression of being a wild pitch, but it had hit his bat. One ball and two strikes to Jerry Kennedy. Woods off third. Baker off second. And the play's in an absolute uproar. The stretch by Richards. Strike three called and Kenny has struck out. And Thurman Munson is coming up to pitch it. Munson somehow has gotten to the ballpark. And he will be the pinch hitter. And he is getting a standing ovation. As we mentioned, he's got on reserve duty. But he is off duty now and ready to pinch hit. Second and third and two out. But still, the Yankees haven't tied it up. They got within one run earlier. Right now in Yankee baseball, we pause for station identification. WGY, Radio 81, Schenectady, New York. All right, Munson has come on the scene like Clark Kent with two outs, runners on second and third, and now he steps out of the batter's box. We're in the sixth inning. It's Baltimore 9 and the Yankees 8. As the stretch, Rickard delivers. Swing and a miss, strike one. No balls and one strike to Thurman Munson. Nine to eight, Baltimore. Woods on third, Baker on second. The stretch, the 0-1 pitch. Inside and low and a nice block by Ellie Hendricks. One and one the count. One and one the count. Richard taking a lot of time. Goes to the belt. Here it comes. High foul out of play into the upper deck. One ball and two strikes. One and two, the count on Thurman Munson. The Yankees won the first one. They tied it up in the ninth and won it in the 11th on a white home run. This game, nine to eight Baltimore in the sixth inning. One ball, two strikes on pinch hitter Munson. Pete Rickard goes to the belt. And the pitch. Check swing is high, two and two. Munson steps out of there. Two balls, two strikes, two out. Two men on and both in scoring position for the Yankees. Nine, eight, Baltimore in the bottom of the sixth. 
Wicked stretches. The Pistamonson, low with three and two. On deck is Horace Block. Yankees have scored three times in this inning. On a three-run homer by John Ellis. Here's the stretch. And the pitch. Foul back here. And that one we missed. It bounced out of the booth and back onto the screen. John Gordon, the Oriole announcer, not quite as fast. Three and two the count. Runners lead away from second and third. Griffith shakes off one sign. He's been stretching. He hasn't been winding up. And now Munson steps out of the box. Nine to eight, Baltimore. Bottom of the sixth. The Yankees with runners on second and third and two out. Three balls and two strikes for Thurman Munson. That's the stretch. And the pitch. Swing, ground ball in. Bobbled by Robinson, up with the third of first, out at first. Off Robinson's chest, but he quickly recovered and made the play. Oh, what a recovery that was. It was more or less a routine grounder, but when Robinson booted the ball, it looked as if it would be tied up, but he recovered in time to throw Munson out at first base. The Yankees get three runs, five hits. There were no errors, then two men left. At the end of six, it's Baltimore 9, the Yankees 8, and to carry you through the next three after running down the scoreboard, Bill Rizzuto. Now, who's going to carry me through the next three? After this? I can't believe it. If Alfred Hitchcock tried to write a script for this game, he couldn't do it any better than the way they're playing it. Unbelievable. McDaniel is coming in. Lindy appeared in the first ball game. Did his usual uh, fine job. He's coming in now. So let's see what's happening with other scores. Red Sox beat the Tigers 7-4. Culp the winner, Lola the loser, Rico Petroselli, and Billy Canigliaro on there. Washington beat Cleveland in the first of two, seven to three. Coleman the winner, Sam McDowell was the loser, and Tom Greve got his third of the year with a man on. In the second game, it's Cleveland 5, Washington 2 in the 7.5. Higgins against Pena. Duke Sims got his 15th with a man on. Milwaukee beat Kansas City 4-2. Bowlin the winner, Drago the loser. Kirkpatrick had two homers, number 12 and 13. And the first to do, the Angels beat the White Sox 5-0. Right the winner, John the loser. Right pitched a three-hitter. Egan and Johnson home it for the Angels. Second game, California 4, White Sox 2 and a 5.5. Murphy against Moore. Melton and Kanapa Homer for Melton at 21st of the year. In the first of two, Oakland shut out Minnesota 3-0. Dobson, the winner, Bly 11, the loser, no homers. Second game, it's Oakland 4, Minnesota 3 and a 7. Roland against Williams. Mincher had two homers, number 19 and 20. And Killebrew got his 34th of the year to lead the American League. In the National League, Pirates beat the Mets 8-3. Walker, the winner, Ryan, the loser, Stargill, got his 23rd. 
Versus two, the Cubs beat the Phillies 4-1. Pappas to win a wise, the loser. Callison and Briggs home at second game. Phillies six, Cubs one. Lurch the winner. Gurr the loser. Taylor and Ryan home it. It was San Diego four and Atlanta two, a final score. Hank Aaron got number 33 of the year. Spigio got a seventh. Right now, McDaniel doing the pitching to Terry Crowley, and it's outside ball one. Crowley struck out foul of the catcher and hit a home run. Houston beat the Giants 7-5. Curve is over. Strike call 1-1. DeLauro, the winner. Robertson, the loser. Morgan got his third of the year. They got another game to go out there. The 1-1 pitch in the dirt and back to the screen. 2-1. Montreal beat the Cardinals 7-6. Wagner, the winner. Carlton, the loser. Rusty Stomp got his 23rd of the year. And Joe Torrey, his 12th. Second game at St. Louis 1, Montreal nothing under four and a half. Stoneman against Roos. Swing and a miss, two and two. Cincinnati three and the Dodgers three at the end of seven and a half. Pete Rose got his 11th and 12th home runs of the year. The 2-2 pitch popped up. At first base, Danny Cater comes in in fair territory near the mound. Makes the catch, one out. One out, and Ellie Hendricks will be the batter. Hendricks fly deep to left center. Bobby Mercer making a fine cast. That was in the second inning. Bounced to first, and then Homer. Nine-eight, Baltimore leads. McDaniels pitches outside, ball one. Yankees won the first one, six-four and 11 innings. A two thrillers here today, boy. Fans have really gotten his money's worth. And if you folks come out, you'll get the same thing. It's a different ball game every day. There's the strike one on. 41,610 paid today. And it was an exciting day for them. The 1-1 pitch. Bounce foul outside of first. One ball, two strikes. And a fan ended up with the ball. That's what the big cheer is about. Other folks went home early when Baltimore jumped off to a 6-0 lead at the end of four and a half. But they'll be sorry because now it's 9-8. In the dirt. 2-2. Two two. Johnny Ellis doing the catching in his second ball game. Second time this year that Ellis has started a game behind the plate. Johnny had a big three-run home run his last time up. All right, McDaniels, 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss, strike three. Oh, Lindy McDaniel. Now pitching to Dave Johnson, who has walked fly to right, bounced to short. Lindy had one shutout inning in the first game. That gave him 21 consecutive scoreless innings. Last time he was scored on was back on July the 8th in Baltimore. Low ball one. Frank Messer, can you believe this or do you think it's a rerun of the first game or something they just dreamed up? <laughs> I don't know, Phil. 
I'll tell you, there have been uh, more thrills here today than you could ask for in a whole week or ten days. No doubt about it. Ground it a short. Baker has it. Fires the first little low, but Kate has got it. An easy inning, one, two, three for Lindy McDaniel. And now at the end of six and a half innings, it's Baltimore nine, the Yankees eight. It's tough. Pete Rickett in this ballgame. And Clark 
seconds at third. Person fell down. It's 4-1. And now Hendricks is going back. Looked like it ripped his glove. Might have gone right through the webbing of the glove. I wouldn't blame Hendricks if he didn't come out anymore. <laughs> oh, this is going to be some finish. Nobody's going to leave this ballpark. Let's see, Bobby Mercer now having a little talk with John Rice. Bobby's got a smile on his face, though, so nothing serious. And they bring somebody out, Merv Rettman, to warm up Rickett. While Hendricks has gone into the dugout. He might have just gone in to throw up. <laughs> Nothing. Everything you ever saw in a ball game happened today. Here he comes. Got look, I looks like he's got a new glove. Yes, sir. Buford went on and got another catcher's glove from uh, the bullpen. He's going to give it to the Baltimore bat boy. Looks like a relay race. He's got the glove now. He's coming back in. And the glove that Hendricks has got on now looks like a brand new one. I'm sure that Ellie would rather use one that's broken in. Let's see. He looks at it and he's going to use it. throw a couple of pitches so he sees how it feels. What's going on? It sounds like the bridge on the river Kwai. All right, Mercer the batter. One ball on him. The infield is in. Ball two, two nothing. And Rickett is pitching from a set position. He is not taking his windup. Orioles have the infield in. Nobody out. And Clark at third base. The stretch by Rickett. The pitch over the outside corner to a one. On deck, Roy White. Well, he couldn't ask for three better men to have up there in this situation. Mercer now, White following him and Cater following him. The 2-1 pitch. Outside, ball three. Three of one. Oh, Bobby Mercer. Would love to get this run home. Rickett stretches. Clark leads away. The pitch to Bobby. High ball four. That puts runners at first and second. Qualify for a win in the ball game. He was ahead six to one. He 
manager, and he won the pennant uh, last year. Yeah. And he's leading by eight and a half games this year, so he can't argue with him right now. Oh, absolutely not. And we got another new pitcher coming on. Eddie Watt. Eddie Watt. Well, he should be well rested. He wasn't used in the first game. Palmer, Rickett, and Walt in the first game. Yeah, they've had Lopez, Grabowski, Harden, Rickett, and Eddie Watt coming in now. And he'll be pitching to Roy White. Now, that's a little unusual because with Watt coming in, White will bat left-handed. In the first game with White up there in a crucial situation, Earl Weaver brought uh, the left-hander Rickard in to make him bat right-handed so he couldn't have a chance to hit that home right. run to the short porch in right field. Now he's going just the reverse. I'm saying he is because not only is it easier for Roy to hit a home run batting left-handed, but also to keep out of the double play batting left-handed. It gives him those two extra steps to first base. Well, we'll have to wait and see, and I want to tell you something. Both managers went through the ringer in the first game, and of course, Ralph Howell came out the victor, and Earl Weaver was smiling when they exchanged lineup cards prior to this game, but now they're again going through the ringer, and even though Weaver has a one-run lead, Ralph Howell seems more relaxed. So I want to ask you something. You've been watching baseball for a long time. When that first game ended, when Roy White at the home run, the one in the 11th inning, you ever see Ralph Hoff come out of the dugout any quicker all the way out to home plate to meet him? Unbelievable. He just came running out. It was like uh, he was a college coach or a high school, a little league coach. He was so excited and wanted to be out there and congratulate White. Because actually, Roy did a great job. Twice he came through in the clutch. A single and a over ball got away from Ellie Hendricks, so the crowd is cheering. And what a crowd this has been today, Frank. It has been a very excited crowd, big crowd. Around 45,000 in the ballpark. They've had a lot to cheer about. The Yankees were behind 4 to nothing in the first game. One at 6 to 4 in 11 innings on Roy Weisshuller. The Yankees were behind 6 to nothing in this game. Came back to make it 6 to 5. Then Baltimore got 3. The Yankees were down 9 to 5. And they got 3 more to make it 9 to 8. Now they've got the tying run at third. The go-ahead run at first. Nobody out. And Roy White again is the batter. Clark leads off third. Bobby Mercer off first. And Eddie Watt ready to pitch. Yankees really showing something today. Bouncing back twice. All right, here's the stretch by Watt. Pitch to White. Line drive. Oh, Paolo backhands his steps on first for the double play. One pitch and two men are out. And you should have that ball was hit like a bullet. And Mercer throws dirt up in the air. Unbelievable play by Big Boo Powell. The fact that he was holding Bobby Mercer on enabled him to make that play. It was a bullet. Clark luckily got back to third. It would have been a triple play. And now there are two out. And the batter, Danny Cato, who was three for four and has been on base all four times, once on an error. Wind up, pitch to Cato. Broken back grounder. And Powell up with the throws in time to get Danny Cater. On two pitches, Eddie Watt gets out of a first and third. Nobody out jam. Unbelievable what's going on today. No runs, a hit, no errors. A man left. 
And at the end of seven, it's Baltimore nine, the Yankees eight. The Arctic tundra, 12 inches of vegetation covering frozen ground a thousand feet deep. When Atlantic Richfield Company discovered oil on Alaska's north slope, the place we call the Arco Circle, we found out if you disturb the tundra, you cause erosion. A tire track can cause a 50-foot gorge. We stopped driving our trucks across it and started experiments with 13 different kinds of grass seed so that if erosion occurred, we'd be ready. The seeding has to be done by hand. The fertilizing has to be done by helicopters. And the grasses will have to be incredibly hardy to make it. But if they do a way to protect the delicate thunder forever. At Atlantic Richfield Company, we're doing this because we believe drilling for oil and conservation go together. We went all the way to Alaska to drill for oil so we can provide your local Atlantic dealer with the finest Arco Petroleum products for your car. Right away 
on Eddie Watt. This is swing and a missed strike three. Lindy picks up his second strikeout. And it brings up John Buford. Buford has fly to left, singled, double swipe. Buford has three hits in this game, but did not have any in the first game. Switch hitter batting left-handed against McDaniel. Lindy's pitch is over strike one call. Wasn't, or am I missing, was Buford the culprit down in uh, Baltimore after Lindy had struck out two with six pitches, got two quick strikes on him, he single, we lost the game. That's right. That's the guy, strike two now. Oh, he's the last man to drive in a run off McDaniel. Oh, that's right. Way back in July sometime. All right, the two-strike pitch. Not this. He's out of there. Kind of a delayed third-strike call by John Rice. He wound up and threw that right fist in the left field. Three up, three down, and now at the end of seven and a half innings. It's... Baltimore 9 and the Yankees. Say, did you ever have a girl you know show up in a week and not recognize her? Well, here's a story just like that. Some people have received new credit cards and failed to recognize them. Now, this is understandable. The big name on the card, and incidentally, it is a handsome card, but the big name is Arco, A-R-C-O. They didn't realize that this new Arco card was a replacement for their old Atlantic credit card. After Richfield and Atlantic merged to become the Atlantic Richfield Company, it made sense to have one national credit card good at thousands of service stations from coast to coast. Makes it easy for everyone, including the people at Hertz, Ramada and Fedway Inns, Hyatt House Motels, Hyatt Lodges, Travel Lodge Motels, Friendship Inns, Emmons Walker Inns Incorporated, and Superior Motels. They all honor this new card. Now they have only one name to remember, and so do you, Arco. It stands for all the good products and services you get at your Atlantic station. Manager Earl Weaver of Baltimore has changed shortstops. He has now brought Mark Belanger in to play short. And John Ellis ready to lead off, and we go to the bottom half of the eighth. All right, Frank Ellis struck out three times in a row and then hit a three-run homer in the sixth inning. An opposite field homer, a line drive into the right field seat. Eddie Watt ready. Christian Ellis, a little bit low, ball one. That Watt came on with runners at first and third last inning, threw two pitches and was out of the inning. Double play ball and a ground out. Strike call, one and one. Baltimore nine, Yankees eight. We're in the bottom of the eighth. The one-one delivery, a line drive off the glove of Robinson, the base hit. Let's see if he slides for two. He's flying for two. The throw. He slides. He's out at second base. A great play by Chico Simone. The ball off the glove of Belanger, I'm sorry. He put him in just at the right time. A line drive off the glove of Brooks Robinson. Brooks fell down, and Belanger went over, picked it up, his off-balance throw on one bounce to Davey Johnson. 
And I tell you, that Johnny Ellis slid in so hard, he shook Johnson up, but he held on to the ball, so it's a single. And give Belanger an assist and Johnson the put out. A big out, I might add. So it's one out, and now Ron Woods. Ron has walked twice, bounced to third, and single. Pitch to Ron as low ball one. Well, that was a tough gamble. It looked like the ball was going to... Pitch is high. Ball two. Are they going to give uh, Robinson an assist on that? For slowing the ball down. They took the assist away from Brooks Robinson. Okay. But you all look out. I inside three and nothing. Three balls. No strikes on Ron Wood. On deck is Frank Baker. The look out inside again. Ball four. Right, Woods gets his third walk of the ball game. Well, I said the last four pitches by Eddie Watt haven't been close to the plate. One out. Nine to eight. Baltimore leads. Bottom of the eighth. Powell holds the bag against Woods. Here's the stretch. It's to Baker, swing and a miss. One and one. Baker appears to have a beautiful level swing. He has swung through a lot of fastballs today, but he does not uppercut the ball. One ball, one strike, one out, and the Yankees trail by one. Stretch by what? The pitch, ground ball, fair ball, knocked down by Powell. He picks it up and tags. Hey, you should have seen that leap by Frank Baker. Looked like a ballet dancer. And Boone Powell tagged him and ripped his belt right off. Or at least opened it. I tell you, that Powell has saved him twice. Right now, let's pause for station identification. This is Steve Fitz, your contact host. Call us weeknights from 8 to midnight here on the fresh air sound of Radio 81, WGY Schenectady. On that play, Ron Woods went to second base. Two out now, and Jerry Kenny the batter. Jerry is 0 for 3. Jimmy Lightler's on deck. Here's a stretch. Pitch to Kenny. Look, God, what a play by Hendricks on a pitch in the dirt. I don't think he knew he had it. That ball bounced in front of the plate, and Hendricks is jumping up and down and talking all stuff. He has had a rough second game, I want to tell you. I'll tell you, he's either been jumping about three feet in the air to take those high pitches, or he's been sprawling <laughs> all over the ground to block the ones in the dirt. That's right. Rolling high. All right, one ball on Jerry Kenny. Ron Woods, good speed at second base. men are out. Here's the stretch by White. Pitch to Kenny. Line to base hit the left field. Oh, come on, Wood. The slow. He slides. He's safe in the plate. Ball game is tied up. Hendricks is jumping up and down and kicking the dirt. Here comes Earl Weaver. Look at Hendricks. He wants to win the Academy Award. I want to tell you. But I'll tell you one thing. Woods beat him to the plate. The ball was there, but it 
was up high and Woods had slid in and the ball game is tied up at 9-9.
Daniel out of the ball game for the pinch hitting efforts of Jimmy Lytle. So now Jack Aker comes on to pitch for the Yankees. He is the fifth pitcher to be used. Lindy McDaniel retired six men in a row in two innings and struck out three of the six. He did not allow a ball out of the infield. Jack Aker was the winning pitcher in the first game today, pitching the 11th inning for the Yankees. He retired three men in a row. Yankees won the ball game in the bottom half of the 11th on a single by Hoss Clark and a home run by Roy White, giving Jack Aker the win. And Bill, I'm sure that both of these clubs are happy they're going to have a day off tomorrow because uh, they've used a lot of pitchers this afternoon. There's no doubt about it. And the way this game is going, I wouldn't count on that day off too much. This game might be tied, and we play it to curfew and have to play it tomorrow. My voice. You can hear it, Sandy, right? Another ending like the last one. Forget it. Oh. All right, Jack Aker is out there. Let's see. That's about the only change, I guess. Yeah, that's it. The only change. Jack Aker. Boy, the Yankees are taking turns. Coming through with the clutch hits. That time, Jerry Kenny. Paul Blair. Pops one in the center field. High in the air. Mercer, plenty of room waving for it. He's under it. And he's got a one pitch, one out. That brings up big bull foul. He's walked twice, struck out in single. Robinson. All right, Jack Aker ready. It's the foul, low and away, ball one. <laughs> one ball, no strikes on foul. Nine, nine to score. Curveball and Aker almost fell down as he delivered that curveball. Looked like his foot got stuck out there on the mound and he stumbled towards first. Either that or it's a new trick pitch. Beautiful breaking pitch, one on one. All right, Jack rears back. Line. happen. And we've seen it all today. There's the ball to Brooks Robinson. That's Danny Cater. Unbelievable as he went high in the air. Ground ball hit the short. Baker has it. Fires the first in time. Three up, three down. Holy cow. And at the end of eight and a half, it's Baltimore nine, the Yankees nine. For the freshest fresh produce in town, shop A&P. You'll find a tremendous selection. Fruits, 
vegetables, everything rushed to A&P fresh from farms and orchards. One terrific value now, sweet southern peaches, three pounds, only 49 cents. They're juicy, delicious, perfect with cereals, for desserts, for eating out of the hand. Sweet southern peaches, three pounds, 49 cents at A&P. Another terrific summertime A&P value, Marvel Ice Milk. All flavors, half-gallon carton, 59 cents. It's cool, refreshing. Try it. Come on in. Save on all your food needs at A&P. Come to your Good Meal Company. Good Meal Company. The great A&P. Well, the Yankees have the top of the batting order. Coming up here in the bottom half of the ninth inning. And for all the thrills and excitement again, here's Bill. Hi, Frank. And it'll be Horace Clark to lead it off. Horace has walked twice, bounced to short, popped to short, and double to left field. Eddie Watt, the fifth Orioles pitcher of this second game. 9-9 to score. Here's the windup. Pitch to Clark, high and tight ball one. What thrills. On deck, Bobby Mercer. Watt delivers foul out of play. Lots more action coming up this coming week. Tuesday afternoon will be a day game with the Chicago White Sox. Game starts at 2 p.m. Picture postcard day on Tuesday, too. Stan Bonson's picture postcard will be given out. The 1-1 delivery. Bouncing ball fouled off home plate. One ball, two strikes. For this crowd, it's something. Bobby Mercer caught that ball in the on-deck circle and got a hand. Nobody out, nobody on. score. The pitch way outside, two and two. Yankees won the first game in 11 innings, six to four. John Rice comes over to dust off home plate. Here's the two-two delivery. Pop foul and coming back in the stands out of play. Still two and two as Horace Clark takes a couple of practice swings outside the batter's box. In the first game, Baltimore was leading the Yankees four to nothing. The Yankees tied it up, went on to win it six, four, and eleven. Here they were losing six to nothing. Came back and tied at nine nine. The pitch, bouncing ball at first base. Boom, Powell has it. Flips to Watt just in time to get Clark. One out. And the batter, Bobby Mercer. All right, Bobby Mercer. Bounce the third line to center, walk single, and then walk again. 
First game, Bobby had one base, hit a triple. Pitch to Mercer. Off the left field, but right there is Buford going back. Now going back and has to reach over his head to make the catch. That ball really carried. It had Buford fooled. And now Roy White, who was the hero of the first game, can history repeat itself? Why not? In this ball game, White does not have a base hit. He struck out line to left. Popped the short twice and then hit that line drive double play in the seventh inning. Hard to stretch pitch to Roy outside corner strike one. Nine nine the score in the bottom of the ninth. A double pump this time by Eddie Watts. Curve is high, one and one. Now he's coming directly overhand. The last two pitches were directly overhand. And he is not that type pitcher. The one-one pitch. There's a side on pitch. It's outside two and one. And uh, Paul Blair shades Roy White over in right center. Big hole in left center for Roy and down the left field line. Terry Crowley deep in right field. The 2-1 pitch. Low and inside ball three. Three and one. Eddie Watt looks in for the sign. His pitch inside ball four. So Roy White becomes a base runner. With two out in the bottom of the ninth, and the hitter is Danny Cato, who is three for five. He has three singles, three stun and error, and bounced out to first base. Davey Johnson comes in to talk with Eddie White. Reminding Eddie that Roy White can steal those bases. He has 12 on the year. Got his 12th in the first game. Danny Cato. Powell holds the bag. As Eddie Watts got a good move to first, the stretch. Checks the runner. There goes White. The pitch is low. Through to second. Not in time. And Roy White is in with his 13th stolen base. Roy White actually outran that ball. It was a tough ball for Hendricks. It was down low. He had to get down to get it and then come up and straighten up. He made a good throw, but White just outran it. Stolen base number 13 for Roy. And let's see. It looks like they're going to put Danny Cater on. Are they? They are. They're going to put Danny Cater on and pitch to Johnny Yeller. Now, that's what the percentage calls for. Remember, Johnny Yellers had struck out three times. But then hit a three-run home in the sixth. Had that line drive base hit in the eighth, tried to stretch it into a double and was thrown out on a great play by Belanger. Hey, look at that Hendricks. That's a sneaky. That's a pretty good way to go out and get that ball when you know it's an intentional walk. All right, Cater at first. White at second. Here is Johnny Ellis. 
Two out, two on, nine, nine to score. Eddie Watts, back on the grass for the infield. On deck, Ron Woods. Watt gets the sign from Hendricks. Still looking in. Now the windup. And the pitch. On the outside corner. Strike one call. They play Ellis. Well, they're not playing as deep now as they would earlier in the ball game. They know that they got to cut off this run at the plate if they can. But with Roy White at second, that's a pretty tough job, but they are playing shallow. Hater sliding in. Throw for the Yankees, no runs, no hits, no errors, two men left. And at the end of nine full innings, it's Baltimore nine, the Yankees nine. First game went 11 innings for the Yankees. One, we're going into the tenth now. We take a look at some other scores. Red Sox beat the Tigers 7-4. Washington beat Cleveland 7-3 in the first. Cleveland won the second game 6-3. Milwaukee over Kansas City 4-2. California won the first game from the White Sox 5-0. And uh, the White Sox are batting in the bottom of the ninth of the second game with California leading 6-3. Oakland beats Minnesota at doubleheaded. 3-0 in the first game and 6-3 in the second game. In the National League, the Pirates beat the Mets 8-3. The Cubs and the Phillies split a doubleheader. The Cubs won the first one 4-1. The Phillies the second 6-1. San Diego leading Atlanta 4-2, playing the ninth inning. Houston beat San Francisco the first game 7-5. And the second game, the Giants lead 1-0, end of two. Montreal beat the Cardinals 7-6 in the first game. Cardinals lead 4-0 at the end of 7 of the second. Dodgers beat Cincinnati 7-3 in the first game. Second game just getting underway. So we get down to the nitty-gritty in this ball game. This game goes very much longer. The Yankees have Jake Gibbs available on the bench and the rest pitchers. All right, Terry Crowley up, takes the strike on the outside corner. Crowley has struck out, foul to the catcher, homered, and pops to first. A lot of ball players have been used. One strike delivery outside, one of one. Nine, nine to score, top of the tenth. Aker's pitch is low. Nice play by Crowley. The ball popped up in the air. He caught it, flipped his Ellis. Two balls and a strike. To the fans. I've had an exciting afternoon. Still do not have their fill of baseball. A bouncer foul, and he was cutting for the seats. 
Two balls, two strikes. Nobody on, nobody on here in the top of the tent. Haka looks in for the sign. Crowley right down the end of that bat, holds it high. Haka's pitch popped up on the left side, going back as Baker coming in as White. Roy White calling in fair territory. Roy makes the catch, and there's one away. That'll bring up Billy Hendricks. Robbed of a base hit in the second inning on a long-running catch by Bobby Mercer. Bounced to first in the third. Holman in the fifth, struck out in the seventh. Nobody on. Nine, nine ball game in the top of the tenth. Hakers pitch is inside ball one. On deck, Davy Johnson. The 1-0 delivery is outside ball two, two and nothing. again. Delivers 2-0 and it's outside with a curveball 3-0. One man out and nobody on at the top of the tenth. The pitch is outside ball four. gives up his first walk of the ball game and it brings up Davy Johnson as walk fly to right bounce to short twice Cato holds the bag against Hendricks here's a stretch by Aker Pitch to Johnson. Ground ball hit in the hole. Backhander by Baker. Throw to second. They got him. Beautiful play by Frank Baker. I want to tell you, he made a beauty. He backhanded the ball, slid with his feet on the dirt, wheeled and fired the clock. A perfect throw for the fourth play to get the lead man. Those two out. Kenny comes over now to talk with Aker. That ball looked like trouble all the way, and Belanger is the batter. First time at bat in this game. In the first game, Belanger had one base hit. That was a beautiful squeeze bunt that drove in a run, and he later scored. Pitch to Mark outside a curveball, ball one. So Davey Johnson is at first base. Johnson, not a serious threat to steal, though he does have two stolen bases. Baker's pitch inside. Looked like it had the plate. Two balls, no strike. 9-9 nine, nine to score on the top of the 10th. Uh, 
Bouncer hits a short. Baker has it. He flips the clock for the fourth play. I'll tell you, that young man does not appear nervous at all out there. No runs, no hits, no errors. A man left. And now, at the end of nine and a half innings, it's still tied up Baltimore nine and the Yankees nine. Dr. Schling speaking. Doctor, I can't see you today, doctor, because my car isn't breathing right. Your car isn't breathing right. Lennon, we have been through these reaction formations before. If you don't want to come, don't come. But please, none of these crazy, excuse me, I didn't mean that, these silly excuses. Doctor, this is no excuse. Cars breathe. Lennon, I understand how you feel. If someone tells you that their car isn't breathing right, they're every bit as sane as you and I. Cars do breathe. At Atlantic, we make a new gasoline, Arco Supreme Gasoline, that helps your car breathe in easy to breathe out cleaner. Arco Supreme helps prevent deposits from clogging the carburetor, air intake valves, and anti-pollution valve of your car. So your car gets better mileage and produces less unburned hydrocarbons to pollute the air. New Arco Supreme Gasoline at your Atlantic dealer now. All right, Ron Woods will lead it off. Ron has walked three times, singled and bounced the third. One for two, has scored twice and driven in a run. Bottom of the tenth. Pitch by Waters, low ball one. The right hand, a kick, delivers. Swing and a miss, one and one. Run out in front of that pitch. Picks up a little dirt. He steps out of the batter's box. Frank Baker. The pitch, check swing foul coming back on the screen and out of play. Ron trying to get out of the way. That would have been a ball. Big banner hanging down the upper deck in right field from Leonia, New Jersey. Hello to New Jersey's own Phil Rizzuto. You're no Huckleberry. That's what it says, Tony. One ball, two strikes. Time ready. What? Deliver. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Ron tried to check it, but couldn't do it. Oh, Eddie Watt picks up a strikeout. And here is Frank Baker. Frank has singled and bounced to first in his second game. He gets a nice hand. Came through with a clutch play for the Yankees. Eddie Ward ready to pitch, and Baker ready to bunt takes it outside, ball one. Jerry Kenny on deck. Ward ready, way high and outside, ball two, two and nothing. 
balls, no strikes. At one time, Baltimore led his 6 nothing. Yankees scored 5. Baltimore came back and led 9-5. Yankees scored 3. Then they tied it in the 8th. There's a drive to right center field. Crowley digging, digging, digging. And can't get it. His mouth is against the wall. Baker will be in the third with a triple. Frank Baker has just triple a deep right center field. How do you like that? Holy cow, that ball really carries. When he first hit it, it looked like Crowley was going to catch up to it. He kept running and running. It bounced on the warning path and then against the 407 foot sign. Who Powell comes over to pat Eddie Watt on the backside. One out. 9 9 to score. We're in the bottom of the 10th inning. Baltimore pulls the infield in, but I believe they're going to walk Jerry Kenny. Ellie Hendricks has just held up four fingers. And they're going to walk. Jerry Kenny. An intentional walk. And on deck is Jake Gibbs. The Yankees' last available man other than pitchers. Ball two. And while we're waiting for ball form, we know it. Let's pause for station identification. This is Shannon in the morning, coming your way Monday through Saturday, 5.30 to 10, here on the fresh air sound of Radio 81, WGY Schenectady. Oh, now, George Bamberger, the pitching coach, is going out to talk with Eddie Watt. Now, they have several alternatives here. They can pitch to Gibbs with the infield in. They're pulling the outfield way in now. They're turning around, getting Buford, Blair, and Crowley to play way in because they know a long fly, Baker would tag up and score anyway. This way, a line drive they could catch, hold the runner at third. Or they could walk Gibbs to load the bases, play at any place. Base. Bill Hudlin out on the mound. It's a 9-9 ball game, but the Yankees with runners at first and third. Only one out. And Jake Gibbs out there batting for Jack Aker. All right, Jake Gibbs, the batter. leads off third. Kenny off first. The stretch. It's the good ground ball. And throw to second base for one. Back to first. Double play. I want to tell you. What a clutch double play started by Davey Johnson. I didn't think he had a chance. He caught the ball on a short hop. Backing up, he threw to Belanger. Kenny went sliding hard. He's still sitting on the ground out there. He might be hurt. He tried to break up the double play, but he hit the bag and didn't get Belanger. 
We're going to put the glasses on him as we look out there. He is still sitting on the ground. Now he gets up. Sometimes you hit that bag hard and it doesn't give. And Jerry was a little shaken up when he got up there. And Belanger's perfect throw to first. And would you believe it, another double play. That's two that the Orioles have come up with in the clutch to take the Yankees out of what looked like winning innings. No runs, a base hit, no errors, and a man left. The score now at the end of 10 full innings, Baltimore 9 and the Yankees 9. When Atlantic Richfield Company discovered oil on the north slope of Alaska, the place we call the Arco Circle, it took 100,000 tons of supplies and equipment to get started. It took 100,000 tons of pipe, cement, drills, gravel, parkers, gloves, huts, heaters, tractors, ladders, radios, and orange juice. It took planes that carry 48,000 pounds and cost $4,000 a trip. It took 160 flights to set up one camp and five flights a day to keep it going. It took a specially constructed airstrip. In short, it took the biggest civilian airlift in history. At Atlantic Richfield, we went all the way to Alaska so we can provide your local Atlantic dealer with the finest Arco Petroleum products for your car. All right, Frank Robinson will bat for Eddie Watt here as we get ready for the top of the 11th. Who do you think these fans are in getting their money's worth? First game won 11 innings. This one... Got to go at least 11 innings. The Yankees won it 6-4. to four. Two run homer by Roy White in the 11th. This game tied up 9-9. Nine to nine. I'll tell you, that last double play started by Davey Johnson was something to see. It was not a routine, easy double play. He got a bad hop, was rocked back on his heels, but a perfect throw to Belanger. And Belanger, with that good arm and foot reflexes, got rid of it. And Gibbs is no slowpoke going to first, and they got a double play. All right, Johnny Ellis goes out to talk with Sunkowski as Frank Robinson steps in. Robinson batting 316. 16 doubles, a triple, 18 homers, and 56 runs batted in. Frank has been injured a bit this year. Hasn't played in about the last six or seven ball games for the Orioles. All right, nobody out, nobody on. Kremkowski into the windup. Pitch to Robinson. Check swing, but it's inside. Ball one. After Robinson, Buford and Blair. So no easy task for Ron Klimkowski. A 9-9 ball game in the 11th. As a ground ball hit, pass skated down the right field line. It'll be at least a single. Up with the ball, Woods. Throw to second base. No, it's offline or they would have had him. Frank Robinson dives in a second with a double. Frank Robinson took a low outside pitch and drilled it past Danny Cater. 
Ron Woods came up with it, made a strong throw, but it was offline. Odeda had Robbie sliding in. And so that Robinson. He's been murder on the Yankees all year. And the hitter will be Don Buford, who has single, double, twice, struck out, and fly to center. The Yankees will have to look for anything. Buford could try and bunt and get to move the runner over to third base, but they're playing back at first base. Kenny is in at third. Here's the stretch by Klemkowski. Mr. Buford swinging a miss, strike one. Nobody out, all tied 9-9 in the top of the 11th. Robinson with a big lead at second. Mr. Buford popped down the left field line. White digging, and nobody can get it. It bounces foul against the railing down the left field line. As Baker, Kenny, and White were after it. So it's nothing in two now on Buford. Paul Blair on deck. Ron Klimkowski ahead of Buford now, 0-2. Robinson leads off second. Baker moving in back of him a little. Here's the stretch. Pitch to Buford. Line to left field. A base hit. Roy White coming on fast. Up with it. Throw to the plate. Not in time. The run scores. Baltimore goes out in front. Ten and nine. And going to second on the throw is Don Buford. Baltimore breaks it open here in the top of the 11th. A pinch hit double by Frank Robinson and a single, a fourth hit of his second game for Don Buford. And now Paul Blair. Blair is one for five in this game. Single back in the second inning. Mr. Blair brought it down third of beauty. Kenny will not get him. New is the base hit and going to third base is Buford. He threw the ball but didn't have a chance. And now Ralph Hauk is coming out with full foul scheduled to be the batter. Ralph Hauk is coming out to the mound. Three consecutive base hits here in the 11th inning. And now some of the fans starting to get up make a little bit of a move. And Ralph Hout, I believe, is calling somebody in from the bullpen, a left-hander. Got to be Kekich unless he brings Peterson back. So with nobody out, we'll have a new pitcher coming on for the Yankees. be a left-hand pitcher to pitch to Boo Powell, and Mike Kekich will be coming on. So Mike Kekich 
Kowalski leads after pitching the three men, getting nobody out. Gave up a double to Robinson, a single to Buford, and a bunt single by Blair. Let's see as we look ahead to New York next inning. They'll have the top of the order coming up. So Kekish will be coming on to do the pitching. Will Powell in the second ball game has walked twice, singled, struck out, and lined to first base. And when he lined the first, that Danny Kidd had made some kind of a leaping catch. Mike Kekich taking his warm-ups. Ran down the scores for you. All the games are over in the American League. Red Sox beat Detroit. Cleveland and Washington split a doubleheader. Milwaukee beat Kansas City. California took two from the White Sox, and Oakland took two from the Twins. In the National League, the Pirates beat the Mets. Cubs and the Phillies split a twin bill. Houston defeated the Giants in the first game, and the Giants lead 1-0 into three of the second. And Montreal defeated the Cardinals 7-6 in the first game. Cardinals lead 4-0 into eight of the second. Forget the Mayor's Trophy game. The Mets and the Yankees on Monday night, August 17th. The game will start at 7 p.m. Right here at Yankee Stadium. All right, Boo Powell. Now the Yankees have to pull their infield in because Baltimore in front now 10 to 9. Let's see how the Orioles play it. The stretch. Mr. Powell is high ball one. Runners lead off first and third. Powell fouls it back off the screen, one on one. on the count. Mike Kekich goes to the rosin bag. Nobody out here in the top of the 11. Paul Blair at first down, Buford at third, and the Orioles have good speed on the bases. Stretched by Kekich. Pitch is fouled back on the screen out of play. So it's one ball, two strikes. is ahead of the power hitting Boo Powell. On deck, Brooks Robinson. Here's the stretch. Pitch swing and a miss, strike three. He struck him out. A good fastball by Mike Kekich. Now that brings up Brooks Robinson. Brooks singled his first time up. 
Then went 0 for 4 the next four times up. Now the Yankees are playing back for the double play, but they'd also have to be alert for the possible squeeze play. Wallace reminds Kekic that there are runners at first and third. for the most pitches ever used in a game, 14, because the Orioles have to bring in a new pitcher to pitch the bottom of the 11th inning. All right, runners at first and third. Mr. Brooks Robinson, the bump was on. He bunts it hard. Cater up with it. And, oh, Danny, don't see me. Throws home, and they got him. Johnny Ellis missed him with the tag. Danny Cater, for some reason, turned his back to the plate. Jupiter had gone back to third, and uh, Kekis didn't come over to cover first. And then Danny Cater caught the ball, turned around, and suddenly realized he couldn't get anybody through to the plate. The uh, play throw actually beat Buford as we watch it here on the instant replay. Now watch Danny turns around and doesn't do anything, then turns around, throws, and as Ellis dove, Buford slid right by him. That'll be a single for Brooks Robinson. No, they got to give him a base hit. They can give him an error, too, but they got to give him a base hit and an error. Because nobody could have got Brooks Robinson at first. Right, a single and an error for allowing Buford to score. New RBI on the play. All right, the better is Merv Rettman batting for Crowley, and he checks his swing in a tie ball one. So Merv Rettman batting for Terry Crowley with runners at first and second. One strike, one out. So they will not tie a record for the most pitches because in extra innings, it's 17 pitches used. We'll only have 14. The 1-1 pitch. In there, strike two, a ball and two strikes. I tell you, the bunt has been a big weapon for Baltimore in this ball game, And had the Yankees been able to use it, they could have been in the clubhouse now, relaxed with two wins under their belt. Right now, Baltimore leads 11-9. The stretch and the pitch is high, 2-2. Two two. two balls, two strikes, one out. delivers and is fouled back and out of play. Two and two. Eleven and nine. Baltimore out in front. 
Two balls, two strikes, one out. Stretch by Kekis. Pitch just inside, three and two. Brooks Robinson on first. Cole Blair at second. Full count. So let's see if the runners will be going. Three and two and one out. Mike stretches. The runners do not go. The ball is hit down the right field line. Trouble City there. And just misses the foul ball. Redman never did leave home plate. He was using... One man out. Two runs are in here in the top of the 11th, and Baltimore's gone out in front. That man, Frank Robinson, started it all. Beckett's ready again, the 3-2 pitch. Ground ball, base hit up the middle. And around third and coming on to score is Blair. And it's now 12-9. What a weird ball game. Three runs here. In the top of the 11th. Ellis out to the mound to talk with Kekic. The batter is Ellie Hendricks. Who has homered and walked. He's one for four. One out. Over the outside corner, strike one called. Package winds again. The curve is hit to second base, could be two. Clock goes to Baker for one. And couldn't get rid of the ball. As sliding in was Merv Ruttenman and he upset Baker so that he couldn't get rid of it. So there are runners at first and third now with two out. And about a Dave Johnson who was 0 for 4. He walked once, bounced to short three times and flied to right. Two on, three runs in, 12-9, Baltimore lead. Line drive center field, Bobby Mercer there and makes the catch. So three big runs for Baltimore and the score now at the end of 10 and a half, the Orioles 12 and the Yankees 9. The home of Little League Baseball, Williamsport, Pennsylvania, is also the home of Levinson's Clothiers, the newest Yankee ticket reservation center in Pennsylvania. 
Located at 43 West 3rd Street, Levinson's service will suit Yankee fans to a T. And Bernard Levinson has gone a step better and will be taking reservations at his branch at 408 Market Street in Lewisburg. So, for a good ticket fit, visit Levinson's Clothiers in Williamsport and Lewisburg, Pennsylvania, your new Mid-Pennsylvania Ticket Center. the pitching for the birds and Merv Rettman moves into right field he pinch hit for Terry Crowley and stays in the game and in this ball game Baltimore has 15 hits and 12 runs the Yankees have 13 hits and 9 runs so Frank Robinson started all the damage Yankees were happy Frank was sitting on the bench we had the glasses on him he was relaxed through the first game all second game and they called on him to pinch hit. What does he do? Doubles inside first base. Starts a big three-run rally for the Birds in the top of the 11. Well, the Yankees have the top of their order coming up. steps in. Morris has had one base hit in his second game, a double. Leonard Reddy pitched to Horace Hout, strike one called. Horace had leaned away from a high tight fastball and did not like the call. The one strike pitch is low ball one 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 on the count. Foul out of play down the left field line. One ball, two strikes. Nobody out, nobody on. 12-9, Baltimore in front. Yankees won the first one, 6-4 in 11 innings. Now we're in the bottom of the 11th inning of the second game. Line drive, but right at Davy Johnson. He's there. That ball was hit right on the nose. And Davy Johnson's been a big man in the second game defensively. He pulled a fielding gem in the bottom of the tenth when he turned Jake Gibbs' ground ball into a double play. Bobby Mercer has one base hit in the second game, but he's walked twice, has scored twice. It's to Bobby on the outside corner strike call. On deck, Roy White. Pitch by Leonard as a curve popped up. Shallow right field. Coming on in is Rettman. Coming in fair territory. He's got it. Two men are out. And now Roy White. Roy does not have a hit in his second game. 
0 for 5. He walked his last time up. Two out, nobody on. Leonard's pitch foul back off the screen. Strike one. Curve swing and a miss at a big breaking curveball. Nothing in two. Yeah, the most pitches used, 21, is two games tie in American League record, but not the National League record of 22. That curve in the dirt, one ball, two strikes. All right, Leonard, ready again. His curve is pop foul out of play and back at third base. Well, the ball players have been here now oh, almost 12 hours. White ass for time. The one-two pitch. Lining to right field, but Redman moving to his right is there. Makes the catch. Three up, three down, nothing across. The final score in 11 innings. Baltimore 12, Yankees 9. Mid-Hudson Yankee fans' attention. You can now make all your Yankee ticket reservations without leaving the WBNR broadcast area. In cooperation with the Fishkill National Bank and Wayne Oldsmobile and Cadillac, you can make your ticket plans for each and every Yankee game through September 27th right in the Beacon, Newburgh area. Wayne Oldsmobile and Cadillac is located in Newburgh at 190 South Robinson Avenue, which is Route 9W, about two miles south of the Beacon-Newburgh Bridge. And the Fishkill National Bank, well, they've got five conveniently located branches in Beacon, Cold Spring, Hopewell Junction, Fishkill Main Street, and the Fishkill Brinkerhoff office. So stop by these new Yankee reservation centers and pick up a schedule, pick out a game, and pick up your ticket reservations. The outlets again are the five branches of the Fishkill National Bank in and around the Beacon area, and Wayne Oldsmobile and Cadillac in Newburgh. Long afternoon ends up in a split. Two 11 inning games. The Yankees won the first one, six to four. Baltimore won the second one, 12 to nine. Now this is Phil Rizzuto speaking for Frank Mesa, Bob Gamir, Bill Kane, Sandy Albert, saying so long from Yankee Stadium in New York.